You're listening to the Detroit is Different After Dark Podcast Network. You're listening to the Josh Adams Podcast on the Detroit is Different After Dark Podcast Network. Yes, yes, After Dark. I'm a different guy right now. September the 30th. Happy birthday and rest in peace to the king of comedy, Kool-Aid. 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 Yeah, yeah. We take that shot we'll to that, that right here. One yeah. time for the big homie Kool-Aid. We love you. One we miss time. you, dog. We're going to hold Sorry. it down. And keep pulling them applications up there. Kool-Aid up there messing with all our aunties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the young hoes. Getting them all, what about he up there and all the abortions he had? They up there like, why would you do that? Oh, 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 oh. Hey, boy. Hey, that, right? boy, boy, wow. He up there and all the abortions he had. Was like, so that's go. what you was on? Here you go. 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 Here Oh, this is our only little sound effect. Oh, yeah. Hey. <laughs> that's my voice. I thought, hey, thought you'd been up in here before, right? <laughs> oh, man. I ain't been since in a while. Like, Mike you know, didn't know where we was at. He thought yeah. we were in Belleville doing this shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I put it in. I think it said 39 minutes. He was like, oh, I can't make it. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, yeah. I caught a flat, bro. <laughs> so, look. We in the building. We just took a shot of Hennessy Privilege because uh, uh, it's, a, it's a historical night. The only time I, I'm drinking, because I've been drinking a lot lately, I'm going to do it today because we celebrate and I got these guys in here with me, and nigga. All right, all, y'all already know from, if you watch it on Facebook right now, from right to left, that's uh, Kari, the Barefoot CEO, Frazier, what's up? CC, what's going on, my brother? Detroit is different. And in the green sitting over there, that's King Ray. Y'all know him, what up, King? What's happening, man? The Kingster. You feel me? And uh, the new group, you know what I'm saying? M.O.P. and this bitch, they all got on Army Fatigue. <laughs> M.O.P., <man. laughs> My nigga Mike Lee. M.O.P. You know what I'm saying? Comedian, actor. Uh, 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 philanthropist. He got a five hundred one c three. Yeah, five hundred one c three. Is that how you say it? Yeah, yeah. that's five hundred one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, tell people about the, what's, what's the charity. One hundred percent real fathers, man. My nigga. One hundred percent real. And we get the bell. That's what's up, He's man. He's doing that, and then we also got an entrepreneur here, comedian, actor, writer, producer. Um, uh, a fashion mogul off in his thing, success over sleep. He got the glasses on. Uh, he, can't get his, he can't get his live going. He was trying to pull up to the thing. What's up, D. Jones? What it do, Josh? <laughs> My nigga, I appreciate you coming out. My guy, dog. That boy, D. Jones, boy, he's got his sunglasses on, man. Uh, yeah, real cool, real cool. Yeah, yeah real cool. Always swag. Pass that Hennessy privilege around. Yeah, so we do that since, since, since we in the building. Larry just took a sip. Yeah, that was the first. I think that might be the first time I've actually seen you do that. Oh, to all my people out there, man. Hey, listen, man. <laughs> it's all about the struggle. Pastor Mike, Pastor Mike Larry is uh, drinking tonight. He's taking communion. Hey, look, look, what is y'all uh, doing? <laughs> the Lord is like, right. stop it. The stop. phone drunk. <laughs> the phone drunk. All right, so the reason we have in this show, man, because when Ray was on here the last time, which he was a fan favorite, you had all the women. You were talking that big smooth nigga shit, so they was on your dick hard. And um, <laughs> but off the mic, we was talking about how uh, we all came together and this legendary show. What's up, Ed Matt? 
Uh, we talking about this legendary show that kind of propelled all of the newer comedians to where we are now. But before I go that route, I want to, uh, I want to, um, Mansfield in the building. What up, though? Um, I want to just talk about how we all met each other because I want to get right to it. So, um, D, how did D. Jones and King rate rate me? Just to sum it up, so we know how everybody kind of met. Probably a strip club. No, no actually, no, no. we met at church. Yeah. Cut it off, man. D. Jones used to go to church. Yeah, yeah, we went to like one of the biggest drug pushing churches in the city at the time. The biggest drug. I'm not, not going to say what, you know what I'm saying? They, they got so you know much. They had the name, money. Man. I didn't say the name. I said G Fat. I didn't say <laughs> the name, <laughs> but it's a big church. They had, like been, a fraternity, they had been pushing them that yeah. weight, them bricks that had that big church. Yeah. You feel me? Where the church located at? So people can go find out. It's where in Ferndale. Y'all went to a church in Ferndale? No, we didn't. He's <laughs> lying. Oh, yeah, yeah, I was watching the church. Yeah, 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 the church. But no, I went away to Bible school. And, uh, oh, you went to Bible school? Yeah, I went to Bible school. See, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, I didn't know that either, I got man. a pastoral certificate, all that. Straight up? And yeah. if you knew Ray like I knew Ray, and me and Larry know Ray, that is very shocking that this man yeah. certificate. <laughs> he had a he had a gospel rap album gospel that rap was album. dope, too. Um, oh, yeah? Yeah. I saw, like, what, 5,000 out the trunk? Damn, that's dope. Miles P. Uh, that boy went Murr. Yeah, um, <laughs> you know, at an independent time, that was that was pretty no, that's good. Big. That's big. Um, I had a distribution deal. I got a distribution deal off of selling out the trunk. So mm. I had a distribution deal. I was like 22, 23 okay. with Sony. Um, but um, we both we got a mutual friend named Steve. Steve's one of my best friends, and he came to the school after we did, and him and Damien was roommates. Okay. So no. when I came back, oh, Damon, to, Damon went to the church school. Me, 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 Fuzz and and uh, B Flat was roommates. Wait a minute, you went to the Christian school too? No, 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 <laughs> no. Oh. They've been kicked me out. Oh no! So it, I thought all never. four of y'all were the same Christian. No, 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 no. Yeah. So, so when I came back, Steve was going. Well, he was out there still, and I had came back, and so he was like, um, you know. My dog Damien, look out, look, hang out with him, because we was like real selective on who we hung out with and stuff. So uh, he was like, you know, kick it with D, he cool. And then me and him kicked it, and he was working on a show called um, 180. Oh, yeah, I had a show on TV called on, 180. On, on Christian Television Network. Hmm. So he brought me into that. And then we just had like like mind as, as, as far as being ambitious and stuff like that. That's what's up. And uh, we just hit it off like we had already knew each other since we was kids, but really we had met as grown men. Oh, so when somebody say you cool in the church, do they mean like cool as in like in, in Christian? Like coming no, that blood? nigga seeing too. And that's, that's what I was what saying. That's he what I was getting to. Too. Like, he fuck with hoes. Yeah, bit. yeah, yeah. That's what it mean. <laughs> Josh is that's crazy. That's what I want to know. <laughs> hey, hey, you want to see everybody in the studio, go to my Facebook, my personal Facebook right now, and you can see everybody Josh in the crazy. studio. <laughs> Right now, we laughing at that if you want to. But if you want to stay here and stare at me, I got my hair cut and I got dimples. All right, so y'all niggas met at the church. Yeah. Okay, so I want to just do this fast because it's like y'all two are the, oh, it's, I know how I met Larry. Niggas know how I met Larry. So from that, y'all met. When did y'all start on y'all road <clears throat> to secular debauchery? 
Secular debauchery. Secular debauchery. <laughs> um, just real quick paraphrase. Shits and giggles. Yeah, shits and giggles. And that's what I, I was. I was. I was at. I was depressed, laying on my grandma's couch. Didn't know what to do. I, I had a damn, TV. This shit sound like a no, uh, damn I, ITT commercial. I, <laughs> I, had, I had my own. T, I had my own TV show on the Christian Television Network. If you I, got a TV show on the Christian Network and you tired of praising the Lord and you want to fuck with these hoes. Come get with King Ray. Yeah. No, so what? <laughs> so, literally. You gonna sit there and not get no hoes? Get out. Get off that pew. Right. That's what happened. That's what happened. Get off that pew. Put that Bible down. He came. He came to my house. Just knocked, knocked on my door. He no came to my house. Knocked on my door and pretty much said that. Like, hey, look, man, I want. <laughs> he did not say that. That's that's what what happened. Happened. He said, "Paraphrase." He, I mean, paraphrasing, he was like, "I got this idea for a sketch comedy show." Okay, what you do? I'm like, "Shit, nigga, I'm about to kill myself." And he was like, "Get these hoes and do these." Uh, and, and we, we, we did a whole like a living color type of deal now, time man. And that's hey, how hey, we hey. met. So how how y'all meet for real? This is this is kind of like true. This is how no, we met before that, but that's how we did shit. That's how y'all started working together. So y'all start backsliding at the same time. No, no, no. No, I was like. I, he was doing comedy and like comedy you you would do a church and then you would try to do a you was doing stand up no I had never did he was hosting parties yeah I was just hosting jokes. stuff yeah I was just hosting stuff Christian oh, parties I want to be yeah okay. yeah 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 we actually started off doing Christian parties and the mixtape together we oh, did do a, a dope yeah. ass hey, so, oh, so you been you been you you was kind of experienced being on the man, stage. Man, I do. Huh? I met Mary, Mary. I met Cross yeah. Movement. I met yeah. We was like all them niggas. They was worse than us. Actually, yeah, I was say I was the pretty gospel good. gangsters. Wait a minute, Mary, Mary, not Mary, not Mary. I'm just saying. I remember the gospel gangsters. The gospel did they come to talk to y'all school too? No, I think them we dudes was like real gangster motherfuckers though. They was. Yeah. But they was they was really. I mean, they was gospel. They was really hey, Christian. They was also gangsters. I've heard stories about the Shears. And I ain't gonna be the nigga to do it here tonight, but I hear you know what I'm saying. I don't know nothing hey, about them. I don't, them. I don't know nothing about them. Y'all be, see, that's he like, said that, he ain't got nothing to say. That's like, that show you how deep the Detroit like that gospel shit is. Because y'all heard Sada said he was fucking with somebody who was related to the wine. You know what I'm saying? He fucked with somebody and they, they, they mama, their grandma. Low key, wine. what is up with CC Wine and supporting Donald Trump? Is she? Damn, well, I didn't hear that. You I can, saw that? I can believe it. Did you see the ad? No, I didn't. She gonna be in a Donald Trump commercial. I can believe it, man. What, what about Pastor Jackson? Uh, Bishop Jackson. He was fucking with me. Welcome in the church. Oh, yeah. right? Well, but you guys keep in consideration that. Yeah, I know. A lot of the. Um, the you pass me that, brother? The conservative, yeah. Yeah, yeah like, yeah. I mean, Donald Trump ain't the choice, but, you know, a lot of uh, Republican values are kind of Christian based. But Donald Trump is the first no, he's thing horrible. from any yeah, yeah, yeah. anything. Yeah, yeah. not talk about Trump. But I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to talk about I didn't want to go there, but that's what I didn't Wines, know that. I didn't know that. And it just made me think that I would I turned on my Twitter today and people yeah. was like, or two days ago, and they was like, what's wrong with CeCe Winans? And I was like, huh? She supports Trump. And not to go too deep, but like yeah. um, the Republicans, they kind of they kind of bought off the rich preachers. Because they're getting money. Because they're getting money. Yeah. And, um, they're in the same tag, right? So they, they, bought, they bought their silence, so to speak. And then if you get the preachers, you get the votes. Because so, the church gonna yeah. do, the majority of the church gonna do whatever the pastor said anyway. Because I heard a lot of people stepped away from word of faith because they was trying to tell people who to vote. Yeah, for. Keith. Yeah. So well, it was like it but, was one of the things. I, I don't know nothing about that church. Yeah. Keith. 
Keith Butler. Well, I mean, I'm I guess it's a bad business. But Keith, but Keith Butler was a was a was a Republican. He was a strong Republican. I didn't know, but yeah, he was like yeah. even when it wasn't cool. Like yeah, he, yeah, was, he was he was he, a Republican yeah, in yeah, the eighties. They had one yeah. one pastor here who brought Donald Trump to his church. Bishop yeah. Jackson did right. I don't know nothing about all that. Yeah. No, I, I did not work for them. Yeah, Wayne T. Wayne T. But he was—he's a big time Republican. Though. I heard a story that a nigga told me that this nigga, a kid, uh, somebody he knew had a peanut allergy, and he told that nigga, <laughs> he told that nigga, he like, I'm gonna pray for you. He was like, go ahead and eat them peanuts, nigga. He like, cause I got the power, and if you if it don't work, nigga, it's cause you ain't believe. <laughs> That nigga died. I can't speak to you that. You said one second. Yeah. Time out. I can't speak to that. Time out. That nigga ate six cashews and died. I can't speak to he that, He said dog. one second. He said that nigga that died. That is a wild one faith second. story. One second. Time out. I, 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 I don't know nothing about that. Okay, God also gave you discernment to know what the fuck you supposed to and not supposed to do. He told that nigga. Yeah, that, I, I, I need I need to see evidence of that. Yeah, I was going to say. I need to see the video. Yeah, that might just be. If you believe, you'll be all right. And that nigga died from Nah, I don't. So what's like, like if they put yeah. him on the spot like that? <laughs> we can't. Don't That's what I heard. Hey, look, I used to work for. I used to work for him, man. He he, a good guy, man. That's cool, he but that nigga ain't got the power like that to tell a nigga peanut allergies ain't real. <laughs> well, <laughs> but uh, I don't. I ain't about to speak to that. Yeah. Anyway, so, man, these niggas. Flash forward to chits and giggles. Chits and giggles. We gonna skip past the gospel part. Yeah, so. The dude at fifteen fifteen Broadway. Bow your head, young man. And if you believe in the power, you can eat as many cash you want. I'm, I'm gonna drink that. my liquor yeah, and I'm keep it going. That. We drinking liquor. These niggas can't talk. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> these niggas under the gag order. <laughs> <laughs> nah, just I ain't about to talk <laughs> bad about them people like that. Man. I got people. I got people from his church. Right, watching. people from the church watching this for sure. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. but, but this is my thing though, bro. You ain't supposed, supposed, supposed to worship the messenger. You supposed to worship the message, right? You know what I'm saying? And maybe they, maybe he thought that message was gonna work for him. Well, and you tell that joke about the church. Which one? <laughs> <Hilarious. laughs> yeah. I, I did that joke and it was like he's in the next room. I was like, oh, so. Oh, oh, so to him, but not so to this other stuff. Okay, exactly. I see what you going. Yeah, well, we like get scandalous. Go ahead, Ray. Go ahead. <laughs> and giggles. Backslide so, No, wait, wait. Backslide. <laughs> it doesn't go that way. But so we we. About to put together a show. And so Damien, like, I know a bunch of comedians and people might want to be into it, so we invited all the None comedians. None of them niggas was comedians. But no, 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 I'm talking about all the, the, ones we the meeting. Did nobody want to do? Right. Oh. So the meeting, we invited all these people, all the comedians. I think you was invited. And, uh, oh, so Clayton's. D. Jones, you started comedy by this time. No, I had never yeah, did stand-up. So how was a meeting between the comedians? I don't remember that part. We oh. was we was meeting all the comedians. <laughs> okay. It was at, I want to say it was either Northland or Fairlane. Mm. It was in the food court. Yeah, we did put out we a call. We called out a meeting. We, because I mean, we wrote down yeah. names of people we, we heard of. And, none of them and I never heard of nobody, so I didn't really know who. But like, it was... Like what? What was his name back then? Kelly Kell. Oh, Kelly Cash. Kelly Cash. Clayton, Clayton, oh, Clayton Thomas. Shout out to my. So that's CC. a minute ago. We had that's invited all them. We had invited everybody at the time, and nobody that oh. was actively doing comedy showed up. Showed up. Yeah, I remember that. I remember and something like that because yes. we, we we had our own something little like thing. That. Yeah, I remember some. I remember something like that because uh, we had our own. Voice um, and we had our own 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 group. We was yeah. we was doing um, Shout out to these nuts. These nuts. Yeah, these yep. nuts, man. We was called these nuts, and we remember y'all doing yeah. that. Yeah, Carl Williams, he's the first Uber for strippers. 
the first Uber. He was driving strippers yeah. back and forth from strip clubs. <laughs> and for all driving. homeless comedians, man. Yeah. So safe haven. And, and he was an Airbnb. He was an Airbnb comedian, <laughs> and he was an Uber for strippers <laughs> before Airbnb. Shout out to my nigga. Yeah. So we called everybody. None of the comedians came. Yeah. It was like the people that we put on the show they had never done comedy before so no comedians had came and y'all was putting together a sketch comedy show yeah and this sketch comedy show this was around the time what was like sketch comedy what was the 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 bar for stress the sketch Chappelle comedy show yeah Chappelle show and uh whose line is it anyway oh so we talking what oh it was like three, six seven six seven it was like yeah, six seven, seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like six seven so y'all came together started a group and then real quick what comedians was birthed from I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, shits and giggles. Me and Fago. D Jones, Fago Red, uh, Keisha. Shout out to Keisha. Yeah. Because Keisha was my girl's best friend at the time. Um, Carrie was hilarious. Carrie. Uh, my cousin. Amir, and uh, Kano. And what's crazy is I remember. I remember coming. No, yeah, later on, I'm thinking about I don't mix his name. I remember coming to fifteen fifteen Broadway and nigga, cause we would do comedy shows there, and I would pull up and I'm like, who the fuck got this bitch packed like that? And I just remember y'all had that bitch jammed up, and I was just looking at niggas on stage, and niggas was I don't know what niggas was saying because I couldn't get in because we was outside. But people was live. That bitch was. I remember somebody had a Kwame skit or something. Rocking. And they was playing Kwame or the mayor or something, and they might have been you. Maybe, maybe, yeah. maybe. I think we did have a Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah, we did. I remember, I remember did. the first two shows. Yeah. For sure. Oh, and yeah. then we did a show, you did I bought the comedy, that. and that's when I met Mike Larry. Yeah, no, I, I ain't meet you there. I met you at Mac McDaniel joint. I did that Chris Brown joint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that's the same one that dude stole, your boy stole. When, so, D. Johnson, from that point, that's when you met Larry? Yeah. Well, so I think maybe 09 is when I met Larry because my first time getting on stage, I had... Uh, my homeboy used to rap with D12 and he had stopped and I we went to TV yeah he we went to TV lounge and they was doing something I was like dog if you go rap my man I just met Mike McDaniel got a spot in uh called the Golden not the Golden Greek it was in Greek Town upstairs Exodus X yeah I was like if you go rap I go over here and do stand up and he went up there and murdered it and I'm like damn now I really got to go do this so I went up there did like three minutes and ha- did a phenomenal set. And Mike McDaniel was like, I got a show next week at fifteen fifteen Broadway. Come open up. Mm-hmm. And that's where I met <laughs> Mike Larry. I met you at, at the Shits and Giggles thing. Because you had some drinks upstairs or something. You was like, man, you want some drinks? Yeah. Man, you got something. Like, oh, okay. I was about to say, I, I think he came yeah. up there. And then you was, okay. um. Because y'all niggas was buzzing. I don't know if y'all yeah. know that. Like, to the point where niggas was like, who the fuck is these? Yeah, they was, bro. Nah, uh, that, was the, that was the point. Like. Mm-hmm. Oh, that we was, was mad. Code. Like, y'all don't fuck with us. Fuck everybody. Yeah, I was like, oh, they don't want to show up. Oh, nigga, I'm about to make posters of y'all niggas. I'm about to. Oh, yeah, y'all did the thing. And we I was over... tired of seeing y'all posters, and yeah. it was pissing me off. Because Ray had that shit. Like, yeah. he had the cameras. He had yeah. all that shit. Yeah. We overdid it, man. Yeah. We yeah, overdid you, you it. You definitely overdid it. I, I definitely. Um... He put it together. I kind of directed it. Uh, yeah, and I had to fire niggas every week. Because, yeah, because we was like, how, how deep was we in the game, Larry? We started. I started six months after y'all. We was like, by that time, we like what a year? Yeah, two, yeah. yeah. Y'all was doing y'all own shows two. at the time. Yeah. yeah. So then, we hear shit. We like, RS County, let's pop up. You know what yeah, I'm saying? So, yeah. so from that point, Larry shows up at the fifteen fifteen Broadway to the show. Right now, when do you meet Mike Larry? Because this is important to what we finna get to. Wow, that is important, um, man. When did Ray. you officially meet Mike Larry and see Mike Larry for what he was? Because he was the catalyst to what we about to go to. 
Dang. I think it was there, but like we didn't really kick it. I think we was upstairs and met then, but I don't think we kicked it. It was after they started getting tight. So when D. Jones and Larry yeah. got tight. Oh, I think D brought me back to you or something. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. some shit like he do headshots, he can get you. Yeah, we was just kicking it. Because yeah. Ray had a barter that niggas couldn't fuck with because, nigga, we was just new to comedy and we was like, niggas' headshots for us was like, all right, our, our fucking profile pick off MySpace. Yeah, hey, real talk. Yeah, so when a nigga come to you and be like, hey, bro, I got some headshots for you, I can do woo 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 for you, it was like, all right, fuck it. Yeah, you know what I'm going to fuck with you. So. You? I did Clayton's first shots too. Yeah, I think yeah, I think the only headshot I got was one of these right here, and I think it was my man. You uh, still use that, don't you? I, uh, no, hey, you don't. No, but um, uh, matter of fact, the dude, the dude who died, he died too, man. Jamal. Uh, was it Jamal? No, what was this dude name? Uh, Hopkins, Hops, or some more? He he used to be over there on on, on Eight Mile in Greenfield inside the plaza. Mm. I can't remember the dude name, man. but yeah, yo, yo. So let's just assume y'all meet go? through whatever uh, y'all meet through uh, through D Jones or however y'all come together. And at what point does this show that uh, you started over at the TV lounge, um, you come together and be like, all right, I want to do stand up comedy. At what point? Did that's you when we wrote the list of who we wanted to uh, perform. Because that's, that's important to especially <laughs> this next generation. Like I said, as far as like comedy is now, like right before the social media boom came up, like. That's when we became like the leaders of the new school. We like, started too, we started too early. <laughs> front runners, you know. We just started, we started uh, later when the uh, internet we, boom uh, started. Yeah, yeah, we we really it would have been crazy <laughs> right now. But um, me and D Jones always talking about comedy. We always talking about making movies or doing a show. Mm-hmm. Like that's been our conversation since I known him. We've been making shows or doing an event, and um, I was managing TV at the time, and um, the owner of TV Lounge became like a mentor of mine, and he would let me do whatever I wanted to, mm-hmm. as you know, and it made a lot of money. And um, so, before you got your hands on the TV Lounge, how was it doing realistically? It had really just switched names. It used to be a place called Half Past Three. Uh, yeah. I remember that. And, what uh, was it like, Car? Remember, like, because I know you be tricking with hoes. Like, what was it like? Hilarious. <laughs> I mean, Half Past Three. They were. It see, this is the weird thing about it. Like, it didn't really have like a. They were to me. They were trying to do like some high end shit. True. And they were looking to like mimic what was happening, which was not far from there, which was at the time Times Square was around there. And I don't know if people remember Times well, Square. Across the corner. street from TV Lounge and Mitch's. 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 And that club yeah. been there for how long? Forever. Forever. Yeah. Oh, oh, right across that shit the street. Was like right yeah, 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 yeah. Is Mitch's you know? still there? Yeah. No. Ain't it? It ain't. Mm-hmm. Oh. But like Mitch's, and then also you had like the Serengeti Gallery at the time. Yeah. Um, so like, I mean, this is like, you know, just like almost like a different snapshot of what was happening in Detroit at yeah, the time. That's like so a, like there. Half Past Three was trying to mimic something that I don't think really could have happened right there. But T V Lounge like just captured almost like the the like a real dope to me, it was like a dope ass like high end hood bar, but not necessarily in the hood. Mm-hmm. So that was what made it dope. Like because it was 
it it wasn't all stuffy and shit like that. Like you know, like going yeah. to like a downtown club, but you also weren't in the middle of the hood like going to Rados. No, no offense to Rados and a, a Chuck's Millionaire Club or no shit like that. But it was like the chillness of being in the hood with the reality of being like downtown. So on TV lounge, yes. right? Yeah, hops. TV. I'm yeah, said, yeah. She said hop. Who, who said some hops? That's who. Uh, did the picture? Yeah, hops. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, yeah. That's more bro. That yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah yo. But no, nah, see, uh, uh, Steve, uh, J- uh, Miss Miss J. Steve. Okay, yeah. yeah. She said she um, that. So, uh, okay, bet. So, TV nah, lounge. You took it over. Yeah. Shout out to Tree. Yeah, shout tree, out to Tree know, for tree. Uh, but yeah Half past three Was like a really swanky And if you know You know kind of club And if you wasn't yeah. a player You had to stand on the wall And stand outside Like it was some LA type They was trying vibe. to do that You know so what I'm saying the people that just No they it. was definitely doing it I, I mean they was like, But when I say was. like it, it, They was doing it But to me It, was it like, wasn't connected Ola. Let's put it like that But it was like if you If you knew you knew And what happened was Tree and a, and a dude named JD whoa, They whoa. was partners And uh JD wanted to run for office like a judge and stuff, so he stepped away from it, and then they changed the name, so he can be out of the paperwork. Oh, so it's like yeah, you ain't got your hands. And plus, it used to have a lot of house music. It was like a, it was a lot of house music when it was half past three. Let me see your checks to get your arm. No, not like no, that. No, not like, that. The white like, no, like the good no, life. No, not, no, no, like the good life. No, I'm talking oh, you about, talking about yeah. the white white. I people. can't stand it. You can't stand yeah, that. Yeah. Oh. Like the stuff that used to come on in the middle of the night on yeah, the radio, yeah. and you'd be like, "What the fuck is that?" Yeah, I still that. play that in my old school, man. Um, <laughs> and so <laughs> it was just going in a whole other direction. And um, shortly after, then I came in. I met Tree. He was like, "Look, um, I'm gonna put my arms around you. We gonna make you bigger than T Woods because T Woods was the man at the time. T Woods had shit on T Woods. Yeah, T Woods was yeah. T Woods was yeah. And they like, yeah. So they sitting there like, "Uh, you gonna be bigger than T Woods?" And I'm like, I don't even want to do nothing nowhere near what T Woods doing. Wow, stay in your line. I'm like, that's not me. I don't want to do parties. I want to do quality events that people can remember forever. He was like, man, you a deep nigga, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I was like, um, me and D, D Jones talking about it. And I'm like, um, we make a show. But at the time he had uh, deferred to Mike Larry because I think at the time he wasn't really like comfortable with hosting it. And so he yeah, like, yeah, I was Mike. new. I wasn't. Yeah, he was how like, deep how deep in the game was you at the time? You know? <laughs> he was months. shits and giggles. Then. <laughs> like, <laughs> All like yeah, was really months, shits and giggles. Like, so yeah, he really like, hadn't. He didn't even really have a full set at the time. I don't believe. No, no, no. Yeah. I didn't have a set. So, um, he was kind of under Larry tutelage, and he was like, let's have Larry host it, and and then we end up having him do the early part. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then. I was just like, I wanted, my goal was we was going to make a DVD and we was going to sell a thousand copies and everybody mm. that I knew was going to get paid more than they used to after doing this show. Okay. Huh. So when did the models and the whole- That was from day one. From day one, because yeah, that was the shit that made it like, because the reason I talk about TV Lounge is because like, like I said, Larry, I don't know how deep in the game TV Lounge, TV Lounge started, it was started on Tuesday, right? Wednesday. No, it was it Wednesday was, nights. Was it Wednesday first and then we switched to Tuesday or was it Tuesday and then we switched to Wednesday? Well, Larry hosted it, it was a what? I thought both. it was, yeah, it was both. So when it popped off initially, it was a what though? 
Tuesday, I think, or it might have been Tuesday first. Then I don't know, I got I don't know man. I think it was Tuesday, I man. Yeah. It was Tuesday because it was, it was like Tuesday. We had Monday and then Tuesday no, because somebody else had something going Wednesday at first. Yeah. And what happened was we had had a me and D was talking, and I was like, "What is the dope ass comedy show?" And he was like, "You know, if we had this and." Models walking us out. No, 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 it definitely no. was me. That no, wasn't you. No, definitely. that was me. But it was in that same meeting though. Yeah, no, you ain't coming with the models but and yeah, stuff. They, I was, I said we okay, met, and okay, I was like, Mike Larry, what's a dope, yeah. what's a dope comedy show? Comedy View, because they had all the chicks. So they like telling me everything that would be dope. Mm-hmm. in the comedy show, and I just made it happen. Made so it why happen. did you have access real quick to models? Photography. For, for, I fuck them. Hilarious. <laughs> Me and my brothers had a lot of girls at the time. Hey, that's basically we said the same thing. Um, Hilarious. We said the same thing. You know, at the time ah! he said photography. He said for any nigga but no, it was any, photography. Any nigga that do photography be trying to fuck these hoes. Like, right, no, so no, that was but no, that wasn't it. I mean, we was just <laughs> we was just we. Shout out to T. Happy birthday, baby girl. Shout like, out to Wick. My brothers Brandon and Byron and we kind of popular, so it was a lot of girls around all the time. I think it just throwed it out there. And. uh I'm kind of a big deal. <laughs> I'm kind of I'm kind of a big deal. That's not what I mean. But um But that's what you said. Yeah, like you know we kind of I mean I'm, I can't I can't I can't walk it. It's the truth. But um <laughs> at the time, you know, it was just a lot of girls and then Tree, the owner of TV Lounge, he a hairdresser. Damn. Perfect combo. So I could hit the girls with we going to dress you and get your hair done every week. Yeah. And niggas provided clothes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and Larry went shopping sometimes. Yeah, we, we went shopping, man. Went out to the mall. <laughs> hey, and, and 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 to be honest with you, man, D wasn't in that meeting we was in. We Talk came up with the whole thing. No, it was just oh, okay. me and you. It was me, you, and uh, Nicole. Talk your shit. Don't let me uh, Yeah, yeah. He tried to ride on nah, that, he man. he tried to take it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If you really think about Ain't it. Ain't nobody coming to see you, Otis? Ain't nobody coming <laughs> to see my man, Otis. Yeah. Man. No, I'm playing. It was, but nah. You a cool guy, bro, but you ain't come up with nothing. Yeah. yeah. You a cool guy. Because when you came up with it, you was like, man, I got a special uh, surprise for you. And that's when you came with the little ice sculpture. Yeah. Uh, little thing from behind. I was like, oh, 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 oh. we doing it yeah. like that? Yeah. yeah, that was. Yeah, it was hey, but. right now we're talking about uh, so the people that's jumping in, uh, whatever. And right now we're talking about how uh, basically comedy got changed forever, as far as like with the new wave of comedians. And I got some guys in here. It was a spot that that came up with the TV lounge out there on Grand River that changed all our trajectories as comedians and ruined a lot of relationships. Definitely, so, uh, <laughs> I can definitely attest to that. So as we uh, so we move on. So y'all decided to make Larry the host. Y'all like, all right, let's get some models. Let's set it up. Yeah, and the show was it free or was it paid? Without dog. It was it was free till ten o'clock. It mm-hmm. was free till ten o'clock, and that bitch would be jammed up at about eight thirty. Yes. And not a lot of people can do that. Even if you're giving away a free show, niggas still not coming for free. What about the show? What what about that show made it? Ray. To it, it was it was Ray's. Ray had a way of his promoting skills was different. Like Ray would, um, he would send a mass text out. But it would be personal, you know what I'm saying? It'd be like, "Hey, what you doing tonight? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, I, hey, please come on, you know, come on out to my show, man. Come and have fun and blah blah." And it, and, it. and it's to the point. I'm like, "Dog, is he just talking to just me?" You know what I'm saying? And then you yeah. can look up like back in the end when the phones was a little weird, so you couldn't really just see that it was a big group message. But he yeah. was group messaging a whole bunch of people, man. And yeah. he put the people in the seats. And then once he put the people in the seats, me and D, you know what I'm saying? D, D, D. 
you you started out with the uh, with the hosting game immediately, right? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah before yeah. I even had a set, I was yeah. he was hosting. hosting. And that's a big deal, D. Jones. Man, nigga, y'all like let's just, like real in reality, they had the other side packed, so they had mm-hmm. to turn the TVs on, and then mm-hmm. the actual show side was packed. Up, so nigga, for you not really doing comedy, but for like fifteen minutes, what was you on, nigga, up there with this whole? You was the first nigga they were seeing. Every, right, right. Every, every oh, two, it was. Two, I was two, nervous, <laughs> um, and I knew. After a while, cats wanted that position. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, they was. I knew cats was like, man, let me do that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But because of them cats, I guess it didn't happen. But I knew cats wanted that. Wow, man. Because even though you know you go to comedy shows and people show up late, people was there early, dog. Like people was mm-hmm. there on time, and that's like rare for any black comedy establishment <laughs> for people to be yeah, on time. Man. And so. Me going up there, not having no material, I, I just work with, okay, I know I got this this shot game, which really ain't a game. We just giving away free shots. Yeah, it's free shots. And then Shout I, out to Monkey. Yeah, I work. Shout out to Monkey. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> damn, I love the gun. <laughs> it's a yeah, Monkey. Um, yeah, I don't really, I really don't know how I did it without material, bro. Because I don't think, I personally don't think I was like, Super funny. I just was good enough to call the next person up. But but most of that you, audience came from shits and giggles, though, right? Nah, no. It's, that it was came, a different audience. Yeah. Well, no, good. no. Wait, wait. Oh, it was the same. It was the same. It wasn't like they followed core. What happened was, like, just like when I used to argue with the comedians, I used to tell them. Well, never mind. We ain't gonna talk about that. But listen, what happened was people used to follow me, whatever I was doing. Mm-hmm. So I could put most of the people in the room. I just switched up what I was doing to entertain them. Yeah. So it'll be like, we doing comedy, we doing music, we doing fashion, we doing whatever we was doing. People would come because they know like I'm gonna go over the top with the quality. The people gonna have a good time. It ain't gonna be a whole bunch of fighting and all that. Yeah. So they was comfortable with that. And then like Larry was saying, my style of promotion, everybody really thought they was coming to see me. Okay. And what I would do is send them niggas the same message and be like, send that out. And it was like, what happened was we created, um, I don't wanna, well fuck it, I'ma just talk my shit. I was like the first person to make the, the personalized cards, business cards. Yeah, I like business just the personalized flies. message. Mm-hmm. I shrunk the cards. I made it to where you can go hand in hand with people. Uh, so our promotion style was way more intimate than mm-hmm. what people was used to. And everybody that I was working with was my friends, so I didn't mind like overexposing my friends. So I got Larry on the card. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like his whole face on there. He got a thing. Yeah. D. Jones on there. We got posters. Everybody bigger than life as far as what it looked like. You know what I'm saying? Outfits. We get you got outfits. Yeah. Right. But don't say outfits. Outfit. No, he, <laughs> but I no, like, that, uh... we was just trying to, I was just trying to make sure my whole goal was, and I, and, and I told Larry then, I'm like, look, man, I can't promise you no whole bunch of money, but I promise you after we finish doing this, you had never worked for the price you did before. Mm-hmm. No doubt. You know what I'm saying? That was all I can no promise. Doubt. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, your audience will be bigger, your demand will be bigger, and the check you can get from anybody else outside of what we building is going to be bigger than what you had before we started. Yeah. Real talk. Mm-hmm. 
You know so what I'm saying? Some, I'm going to put consistent money in your pocket and I'm yeah. going to expose you to a lot of different people yeah. every Tuesday and Wednesday. Yeah. And at that point, you can be able to take this and it's going to gonna double what you're worth. And, it, and then also, uh, as a person that's done events too, doing a weekly is tough. Yeah, free or not. Like, like yeah, Man. free or not free. Like, a weekly because, like, what, you know, and we've had these talks before, Josh, too. Like, what when I, I think... When you, like, let's say your mark is 150 people. Now, of that 150 people, in my mind, I assume you need to probably have a, a pool of a depth of maybe 1,500 people because that 150 people, like, you may get, like, 10%. of 150, you may get, like, about 10% that may come every week. Yeah. But other than that, these people going to rotate, and I'm going to miss, I'm going to probably come, like, the first week of October, and I may come if, like, one of my people in town or whatever, uh, the fourth week and maybe maybe come back like in the next month maybe on the next third week or something but consistently so you need to have a deep enough pool of people to reach out where you filling them 150 seats each week with like almost yeah. like people that are aware yeah. and it's a different mix but, but then was, if you start hitting a home run for real for real people will come every fucking week I was gonna say that's the beauty, the beauty had, of it them niggas had a core of like not 10% they core yeah like 40% right, and that's yeah. where like yeah, I was gonna say that's, why the pressure, that's effective the, and, and the pressure going up and being so, like damn these niggas was here last week you would be like nigga like, I was can't do the this same joke this, yeah. this the wild part like like Josh you and Clever had jobs what every two weeks or once a month no yeah. we had it uh, weekly okay so you already know yeah. after I think about after three or four months I remember Ryan with Larry like hey dog this a job. Yeah. Like it no, went, it went, it went hey, from yeah. being yeah. comedy to nigga, we need a, like some insurance. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. Every week is a is a is a burden. Um but especially when you new to the game. I, I remember that. I remember that because yeah. I remember because D was like really, 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 really new. And I was telling him in the beginning, I'm like, man, just you know, get you one good joke. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Play around, get get comfortable, and then get you one good joke, and then do the shot game, and then you know what I'm saying? You feeling good? Keep going. And I remember when you first caught the bug, like this nigga was there <laughs> to the point. I'm like, hey, they come down, man. The other spark got stuck. Flashlight, oh man, bro, I'm flashlighting my brain. The car in with the headlight, like get down, man. And and he was going, and then from that point on, it was like. You you, you you had to tell him, hey, D, man, just do your part, man. You know, this is the beginning part, man. Like, nah, you know what I'm saying? Like, D Jones got arrogant as fuck. Oh, like, man, bro. This nigga, to see me. this nigga was gliding in. And walk, but that, that, that's when the sunglasses came. After he got his, he got, he got his couple of minutes, and then came back in the next week, he had his hey, sunglasses even, on. Even my part, like, Look, you, you was the star. You was the star. And, and I pushed you. You was the star. But even the new part was dope because, like, even the comedians I brought up, either they suck so bad people loved it or they were still fresh, too. And you know that was the like, like, like D. Jones said, like, niggas love either they want to come see the greatest comedy ever seen or, or the worst. worst. Absolutely. So it was yeah. like, so when you would come up and D. Jones was like, all right, I know I'm at least going to be the best nigga on this part. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can't be working these two niggas. Like, uh, yeah. And then this other nigga, my cell phone, my cell phone. You gonna say you put that nigga? Oh man, my cell phone. You remember that nigga Carl? Man, Dante Anthony, dog. Legendary. Legendary. I mean him and Black Kool Aid. It's a couple different performers that like the Black Kool Aid dude and my cell phone, my cell phone. Like, I mean it's. E even what's the name? What's his name, dude. man? Harry, Harry, uh, Harry. Harry came down there Harry a few times. Harry Sampler. MC yeah, Sampler. Sampler. Like that would be some of the best. Like nigga, like like I say, when you would come to the show, like I did the first mm -hmm. show, 
And I think I was on the first show because I literally moved to New York that next week. Yeah, so yeah. I think I either did the first show or. No, oh, you did the first show. Was it the first or the second show? Oh, it might have been the second. I think it was the second show. I I might have been the second. Kool Aid the first one? Kool Aid was, was first. Kool Aid first. I, I think we cheated on the first show. Like, it yeah. was loaded. Yeah, it was. It was. You gotta jump out the window yeah. on that one. Like, nigga, you gotta be like, all right, we gotta set bring it back. Like, you gotta set it to a place. Yeah, and set then, a like, standard. Now that I know what I know, nah, man. What? It's it's some of my fellow co- uh, 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 comedians, man, was really on some other stuff. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and you know, I, but just, I'm just, it just flashback. <laughs> on some other stuff like what? <laughs> nigga, we on a podcast. Like, you can't go there and leave us hanging. Like, 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 what? It was, you gotta say the no names, but it was, it was the the pressure they was putting on me as a new comedian in a sense of hosting on on them getting money in. It was just oh, it was geez. just a, yeah, it was just a little mm-hmm. weird. Now that I know what I and know, I mean, now. I, you know I what I'm know saying? As as a as a person that's done shows with some of the OGs too, and I already know probably some of the people you're talking about. I think some of it still it's like that's part of learning the game too. That they is gonna put the press on. That they yeah. is gonna, you know what I'm saying? Like oh, some yeah. may, may had, some may book three <laughs> shows in one damn night. You know what Dude, I'm saying? I had an OG and then they gonna tell hit you me with the with the yo. I gotta get up right now, and you be like, huh? Man, what? Yeah, but yeah, it, yeah. and if you new to it, you like, oh man, Jeff, what am I supposed Chicago. to do? I had, right. I had so an ahead, OG tell me that, hey man, I know you booked me, man, but I just passed up a five hundred dollar show to do your show. I'm like, no, you didn't, dog. You didn't I go pass up five hundred dollars to come do my hundred fifty dollars. But show. you know what? Our pay scale, our pay scale wasn't. Um, if 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 anything, I could try to uh, fix in that situation. Mike Larry used to ask me to have more money to pay everybody, mm-hmm. and I'd be like, "Man, fuck that," because we didn't have it. I'm like, "But we giving niggas," because what the deal was. I'm gonna give you a DVD with your shit on it. I'm gonna give you a headshot and 500 or a thousand business cards with your shit on it. Mm-hmm. Um, for eight minutes. How much is all that? What you just offered them? Way more than what niggas charge. Now let me say this right, because the funny thing about it was, is even what Larry said and then what D. Jones went into, the OGs had to realize that this was our platform. Yeah. So we was okay with taking less money, but getting an opportunity to perform in front of. Our audience, for the most part, like yeah. and going up there and being like, "Oh, these are niggas." So it would it would even be funny seeing Kool Aid walk in there and be like, "Oh, these niggas here to see y'all." Yeah, yeah they don't give a fuck about like they be like, "Oh, that's that old nigga, right?" They don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Real it was talk. like it was like nigga, we was the Migos. Nigga. Real talk, oh, man. So, so they used... would they would come in there and be like, "So these niggas ain't paying." It's like cool. We not really tripping on the cheese because I got business cards, I got headshots, and then. I got this beautiful motherfucker right here that wanna fuck me in the back on his freezer. Absolutely. <laughs> and and that's hey, but, but at the same time, <laughs> it was yeah. a reality. We need like a, a yeah. documentary. It was still y'all. money though, too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it was and money, this, it just wasn't but, as much but, money. But now I know by being a weekly spot, like, you know, I know how weekly spots run. But now, weeklies you know what I'm are different. We, than, we yeah. didn't have the big like we had two hundred, you know, three hundred dollars for you to come down every week. You know what I'm saying? We had a, a certain price that people still getting right now to this day mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying come get this 75 come get bro. this 75 but it's they, a weekly spot mm-hmm. but you're gonna get the headshots and the DVD and they was putting pressure on me but like no I, Mike don't let him come on Mike you, you. Yeah. like hey man the OG put like this the OG's got spoiled and I heard I tell the story all the time the OG's got spoiled back when BET comedy was popping and they was raping owners like I need a $3,000 budget and they would do a show and take 
uh, out of that three thousand dollars, nigga, they would get two thousand and nine hundred, and then bust the rest down on everybody else. Yeah. And then once owners found out about that, nigga, they didn't want to do comedy no more. Now, yeah. I think, I think also this is where, you know, and we've had these talks too, Josh. Like being a promoter, it, it, it's it's you know with a lot of this stuff, whether it be with music or whether it be doing like strip club events or a comedy event or whatever even the cultural events like everything Ray is saying and this is what I always say it's like I'm not promoting talent on the show as much as I'm promoting an experience so you're coming for the experience mm-hmm. and that's what people are paying for yeah. but it's sometimes hard to get talent to connect to that idea because it's like at the end of the day this is transactional I, I need my flyer, goddamn play. if I put your name on the flyer how much money am I get exactly Fact. and it's like in that transactional relationship now what you're doing is you're stripping away from the experience that I'm setting up and if I'm setting up an experience because it's like people aren't necessarily and I think this happened. The, the classic example I use is is the African World Festival. I mean, we as Detroiters remember back yeah. in the 80s and the 90s when they didn't even have headliners. It was just a bunch of people from, you ain't know who, what country they from. Mm-hmm. They just playing African drums and it would be packed, yeah. right? The minute they started bringing headliners in, and I know a lot of them people, the minute they brought in, I want to say it was Isaac Hayes and George Clinton. Now what you're doing is you're splitting the crowd where they're like, Okay, I want to go to African World Festival, but I'm going to just wait till George Clinton is there. By bringing in a headliner, you dilute the brand of everything else. But not, By pushing the experience, I think that you strengthen what it is. Right. My bad. So listen, we had we offered people a little bit of money, mm-hmm. but I mm-hmm. also offered everybody. I, we had little passes that you could write your name on, right? Mm-hmm. And I said... I'll give you $3 for every free person you bring in before 10. OGs ain't checking for that, but I hear you. Right? But I'm like, it's free. All you got to do is invite them. So if you got a draw that's bigger than what I'm offering you in cash, I'll give you $3 a person that come in here that don't have to pay. I, I hear what you're right? saying, but OG and they was like, for none nah, of that shit. I'm straight. Yeah, yeah, but but a o, because of OG, but in their perspective, I, I'm just yeah, telling you, they but looking the thing at it is, like, is what I used to say yeah. was whatever your honorarium is, am I gonna make four times more than that? I hear what you're saying too. No, I know you know. Yeah, yeah. If you if you but ever had an event, like I'm not booking talent that because you people don't come because you good. No, mm-hmm. no. You know what I'm saying? They become they come because they know of it. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Or they know of what's going on. The call to action, yeah. But that's the mentality now. Like the mentality now is a hustler's mentality back then. I mean, it's got fat. Yeah. Or just being like, oh, it's oh, this guy's gonna be there, we showing up. But now it's like, nigga, people ain't really checking for you like that no more. So if you got a following, nigga, tap into that. Why not tap into your following yeah. if you can get paid for it? If I know I can say, hey, if I got a hundred people to see me and they'll yeah. pay five dollars, hey, come see me for free. So that's a hundred times right. free. And I'll still mm-hmm. get, I get $3. Yeah, I mean, I, I hear yeah. what you're saying. But, but if I'm niggas just saying, do that, niggas wouldn't even fuck with your I, show. I think, yeah. I think they would do what uh, they for a lot but of the OGs, the perspective that, is I'm not even going to, yeah. like, like the, the value to be quantified is like, that's your job. I, I remember. Yeah. I yeah, mean, that's me, and, me, yeah. And, me and, uh, one of the, yeah. it was a learning lesson, and I mean, you know, and shout out to him for what it's worth. But Blackberry taught me a very valuable lesson in that same perspective of like, if you the promoter, you promote, and then it's like, and you know what's funny about that is Claude 
taught me something about that. Like, and I never yeah. forgot that. Like, Claude was like, that that mentality was like, if I put your name on the flyer, how many people gonna show up? And I yeah. never forgot that. And I always thought that. Me and Blackberry had a, a argument. Not just you and Blackberry. Yeah. Me and Blackberry and many other no. promoters. But shout so out to Blackberry. It's a lot of but, 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 I love Blackberry. But I ain't gonna lie yeah. though. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. I'm gonna be honest. I'm, uh, as far as yeah. as far as it, it depends on what a comedian at in the game. What's up, Mark? You know what I'm saying? Like like as, like myself right now. I'm, I'm not. I'm not into selling no tickets. For if I'm on a show, I ain't in it. Like you know, what I'm saying, yeah, trying no, to figure that it. Nigga you know what I mean? on, Blackberry on my shit. He said this nigga Kari. Yeah, yeah, he probably did. <laughs> what hey, I but, but but because because I learned a lesson from him though. <laughs> yeah, my my thing is. If I could hey, do it, Jones I got the COVID. Hold on, let me zoom in. Hey, 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 and D Jones, <laughs> hey man, D Jones and Sneeze full time. Sneeze, sneezes and hey, coughs are two different things. That's the same thing, man. Sneezes and coughs are two different things, bro. Success over COVID. I'm glad Blackberry on there, man. So Blackberry tells me, hey man, we usually charge niggas four hundred dollars for this show. That nigga was lying. We want to get four hundred. I know that. <laughs> but I said, hey, Blackberry, you charge me 400 and I'm going to charge you for these five cameras and these three models and this big stage with this audience. And who who you think getting more money? Who going to charge more money? Your 400 or what I gave to you? But I, I think, and that's what's so weird about any service, especially when it's like a, a, a non-commodity, mm-hmm. like comedy. Because the reality is, because I did have gone to them spots where I've seen just through through some hood shit, Blackberry shut shit down where he would get a G in a spot where it's like, damn, hey, I do gave him a that. G. But but it's still like we dealing with value of like how you right. negotiate, but you build the relationships. Mm-hmm. And that's where like communication matters, uh, how you talk things out, whether you're doing a monthly, whether you're doing a weekly, uh yeah. the the connections you have, all of this plays a role. And yeah. even with what Mike's saying, like, so like on the promoter, my goal is like I'm offering something to the audience that I have. And the talent that I hire, whether it be mm-hmm. Mike Leary or or Blackberry or Josh or uh shit. I don't know, Shaka Khan, whoever the fuck. But, like I'm offering them access to whatever the stage I'm putting together. Right. What y'all did with TV Lounge is even beyond the stage. Y'all created an experience that people wanted to connect to. So when you get from an offering like Entertainment to mm-hmm. experience, you get into a level of like, damn yeah. near, you can call your own shots. Yeah, and I mean, the truth of the matter is that nobody was worth their weight at the time. Nobody was. It's a cap on funny. No matter how fucking funny you is in a venue that small, because and being paid for free, yeah. it's like nigga, you only gonna get so much. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like exactly. Man. Hold on, Blackberry said I did it and it was a dope experience. No cap, right? TV lines gave us more confidence, if anything, for real. No, that's a fact. No, real I talk. love Blackberry, and I and I like him because he. Because he always used to be like, he used to keep it like whatever he was feeling, that nigga what? would say it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you can't yeah. fault a nigga who was going to say what he had to say. Mm-hmm. Right. I just used to tell him, you know, like, you can say whatever you want to say, but be prepared for me to say whatever I want to say. Real you talk. know what I'm saying? So I always loved our interaction because he was brutally honest and I'd be brutally honest back. But a lot of times, like I said, conversations I used to have with comedians was different too because it's like, Comparing like it's it's one thing to do a show somewhere where people was gonna be anyway. Like mm-hmm. let's just say Mandy's niggas was coming to Mandy's. So yeah. to be like, nigga, I packed Mandy's yeah. like Mandy's gonna be packed whether you been right. or not. But to do something at a spot and bring somebody somewhere they was not gonna be at mm-hmm. is a very different it's experience. Different. Yeah. So it's like, you know, niggas might have felt the way and then our OGs and niggas above us was telling us shit and it was like, yeah. Come on, dog. 
In reality, nigga, how much was you really gonna get for performing yeah. at fucking? I can't think of none of the venues we was at back Wherever. today. Yeah. But it was like, nigga, you wasn't getting four, five hundred dollars there doing it. Yeah. And in those places, was they coming for comedy? Yeah. Now, 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 on the flip side too, though, in in, in argument for the talent. A lot of promoters be on some fuck shit too. Real talk. I agree. I you know agree. what I'm saying? A lot of promoters hit you with the whole damn I did more fucked up than I thought I wasn't gonna do. Yeah. Um <laughs> You yeah. know what I'm it saying? Right like, here. Yeah, yeah. You know it, what I'm it's saying? like you see what happened and, and it's like, you know, as a performer, it's like, dude, we negotiated no. this rate. Back when now, now I'm not speaking from I'm just speaking from no this like, period. Yeah. So like it creates the like yeah, the it creates the, the relationship yeah. and then sometimes the promoters on point and the talents on point, but the venue be on some fuck shit <laughs> because sometimes that can create a, a, a yeah. tumultuous. It's like if you in the wrong venue and they getting the food out at late, if they getting the drinks out late, especially with comedy, as like when you go like to cities like New York and Chicago and then they talk about like when they pull bills and shit like that at the higher end clubs yeah. because it be a motherfucker so like if the waitress is on if the barmaid working the floor is on some bullshit and then Mike's on stage telling a joke but she pulling bills at the wrong time and shit like that that interrupts the show cause she cutting through the crowd and shit like and it, it's like to uh. be on point entertainment and this has been one of my big you know on my heart things with Detroit the venues, the promoters, and the performers all kind of got to be on the same page of like, let's right. create some dope shit. And when all of them is out to say, the, where the venue feel like, I want to make as much money as I possibly can, the promoter feel like, I want to make as much as I can, and the performer, everybody Damn. operating on different... But you know what No, I agree, but that was the beauty of what we had. Yeah. I was the it's venue, It's crazy because we all been we both of that. We all been the promoter and the artist. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And so, now. like... Right now. The beauty... The beauty of what we had there and what made it so magical is that I was the venue Ooh, that's the what we just saw and we created the show this is my question for y'all if y'all can remember you was performing Monday night somewhere Monday night yeah what and you, you performed Monday night this Monday you did this Monday night did I perform or did you talk about this somebody said that's crazy I just saw him Monday night and he was hilarious cool. that had to been Josh Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I was. I was at uh, man. No, 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 man. <laughs> <laughs> I was at. That's uh, a nigga to try to take credit. Nigga, man, I, did I, I was before? at New Way. I was at New Way. Oh man. yeah, yeah. I was at New Way. Yeah. Um, can y'all? Cause we we said Blackberry. Who else came out of L M A O show? Damn, that was the name of it. L M A O. What yeah, you mean? Like what other comedians was birthing that? Bro, we all was like nigga. Me. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Who name them? Cause anybody uh, who was anybody. Like I yeah. think Jay Will was the only existing. Bunch yeah, of them. Yeah. came from there. Yeah. Um I would Gemini. say I would say uh yeah, definitely yeah, Gemini. Gemini. JD the Small. That's the JD first the time I was on stage. I cried. It was like, hey, my man, man, he in the back crying. I'm like, who? Oh. <laughs> I went back there. That nigga was like the tin man. <laughs> <laughs> no, just that whole, like, everybody that's doing something right now came from there, really. Yeah. And that's why I wanted to have this show because the funny thing about it is niggas had to go through the Jones part. Well, of course, some yeah. niggas did. I, you know, everybody did. But niggas had to get through the Jones part to make it over 
to the other part, and nigga, like, I, like the shit that Larry's saying is, I remember that. Like, JD, nobody knew who he was. He would come up and perform every week, and he would, like, every song. And he would, bomb. He would, he would take every hot song and be like, hey, play this, and play that, and play that, and play that. A list, mm-hmm. man. Shout out to Ro. Oh, yeah. say, shout oh, out to man. DJ Ro. That's DJ just, shout out Ro, to DJ Ro. Man, where you at, man? Shout out to Ro. DJ Ro, man. And, and, and JD would go up there and I mean, OD cut my on live on. Yeah. Go ahead, nigga. He would OD on a, on a thousand songs. And I remember JD would go up there, nigga. And I remember one night he, he bombed so bad. Like he said, he cried in the back. And niggas, it was almost like a pitcher who was finna hit a uh, pitcher no hitter. Niggas wouldn't talk to him. And JD was back there like, <laughs> and I'm like, this nigga 50. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know yeah. Why he back and you said, and something about a grown man crying about something like that. I ain't know what to do. They like, hey, Mike, he back here crying. I go up to him. I look at him. I'm like, <laughs> what did you say? I mean, nigga had grandkids at the time. Yeah, man, <laughs> had grandkids. This nigga Papa back here crying. Papa back here crying. Shout out JD. JD gave the great monkey. Monkey came out of there. Oh, yeah. You brought up monkey. I know. Set the uh, monkey story up. Actually, man. Was it Blackberry Roaster? Who, who, who killed nah, her? She was just drunk. She was just drunk. No, somebody. I think everybody no, did no, that night. No, somebody yeah. roasted her so bad and to the point, like, she had, that, that was like, it was it was either CP or Blackberry. One of them two just destroyed Monkey. Talked about but her she was a staple. And, she was like yeah. the mascot. Yeah, she was definitely She was that. like the girl that boo, like, boo mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. And Even you know what? Funny. What I what I loved about the show is that, and this was what made the old heads get, you know, they respect. didn't get as much love. No, they didn't get they mm-hmm. didn't get no respect there because mm-hmm. all the older comedians had a from, set from the audience, mm-hmm. like from the audience, they didn't get respect because mm-hmm. our audi- our retention rate was like yeah. Our retention rate was like 70, 80. Like we have. So you couldn't really set your shit up. You couldn't do the same jokes. That's what you yeah. did last week. So you couldn't come back and be like with the same joke. And they, the people in the audience would be like, yeah, that nigga do the same jokes. That's when I realized it was a real job. I oh, said. And Larry was there week in and week yeah. out. Man, I'm like, this is, a, this is, this is, this getting serious. But you got so much material. It forced them to yeah, have it. Yeah, yeah, man. I, I, yeah. I, pretty much my set right now come from there. That McDonald's joke, all that came from from, from there, man. I, I remember developing that stuff, man. But but I what I liked about the, the show is um just how it it, it it was like a mixture between hood and classy or something. Meets each other, you know what yeah. I'm saying? It, 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 it was comedy mixed with Def Jam. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was like that, man. It yeah. was, it wasn't, cause it, it, it was crazy, and, mm-hmm. and and the crowd wasn't just there, just like we about to just laugh at anything somebody say. It was like, eh, make us laugh, and we with you. You know what I'm saying? You ain't got to do too much. You ain't got to set yourself on fire. But nigga, y'all, nigga, it was for the young and lit. Like, nigga, yeah. like, I was in New York, nigga. Like I said, they had Marlon Walkers on stage. I'm in New York, nigga. I'm sitting in fucking Brooklyn. Uh, uh, nigga, right outside of wherever the fuck the, what's that one part of Brooklyn? Brownstown, nigga. I'm not far out of Brownstown. And I'm looking at a fucking Facebook post. And I see this one model with these arms. I'm like, damn, what was girl at while I was there? Hilarious. Was I was girl. like, what's up with Diddy Bopping in the yellow and black? <laughs> so I'm out in New York doing my thing, nigga. Shit went one way, money ran out quick, nigga. I came back. I was like, I got to have her. And damn it, guess what I did? Got her. Got her. Good. <laughs> yeah. And I I would say I would say that the LMAO show uh made the young comedians We was lit. 
was lit. And they, lit. they got we, so we, much groupie love. We lived love. like OGs back then. Yeah, and we was wasn't. so much groupie love. Yeah. Kool-Aid was sick. She was like, Kool-Aid was all on me. I'm like, fuck that nigga. <laughs> 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 fuck that nigga. That's the piece of life. But but that was a show where Kool-Aid had to come in and play with y'all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It even, it even the playing field. It did. It, it definitely like, did, dog. It was like, all right, this ain't our house. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, let, hey, let's talk about what? when, like, how did you leave? Did you just, you just got hey, CP took over? Yeah, but what, what happened with you? Like, what, you just didn't want to do it no more? Maybe y'all kicked me out. I don't, oh, no, I don't oh, know, I, dog. <laughs> okay, so I don't Ray know. know. But I know I wasn't mad because I I'm like, my friend. Yeah, you I wasn't. You fired your friend. Yes. How CP did you was not, CP was, he was not that too Hollywood. No. He was he was super arrogant at the time. No, okay. C, CP but was hot. CP was heating up at the time. And I didn't mind because I wasn't getting no money. So he was like, so, man, <laughs> fuck this show because yeah. now. Oh, that's what it was. No, that's what happened. What happened was D. Jones started. Getting booked and everything, so now you. he too good for for the show. But uh-huh. no. we friends, we what are dog. nigga. Dog. Martini no. Harris in the building. That nigga started LMAFO. He started. <laughs> 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 no, he took his shot game with. But no, nah, D Jones got arrogant as hell. No, CP was the guy. Y'all no, no. came me like we. No, we no, no. CP it, it, it just replaced you, dog. No, it wasn't. He didn't even know who was gonna be it at first. It, it was the fact that <laughs> what, y'all no, talked about it. No, hey, no. What it is is D Jones was like, man, I can't keep doing. I ain't about to keep doing this shit. And, yeah, and he was yeah. getting frustrated. And he was like, was yeah, he was so like, yeah, like, man, so you know. He, because he listen. He kind of walked like, away. I need that paper. No, because listen, yeah, when you're not getting no because, money, like you said, you're doing this weekly. Yeah, and you're not he, he getting was no money. Yeah, he was and this is job. No, 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 I'm not. <laughs> I'm yeah. I got you. Yeah, I didn't mind. Yeah, yeah, he, he didn't mind. Run. But, but no, it was uh, it was. Were it, you still? But, were you still doing like the TV show or anything like that? Still? No, no, I no. He, he was in oh, charge okay. of the TV show too. The nigga fired him from two spots, <laughs> man. <laughs> hey, 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 no, but but I brought that up to say this, dog. What, what? The he, funniest thing to he ever talk about when I when I fired CP. This was he he leading up to CP. I'm leading up to CP, dog. Hey, so so so. Like two weeks after I got fired. Listen, man. So CP, two weeks after CP, I CP got takes fired. over, and, and and CP CP. You know what I'm saying? He's he more arrogant he, than he, me. He, oh, he's CP, way more arrogant than me. Yeah, day. it's like it's like it's like it's like Ray bit off more than he could chew. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So CP up there, like, yeah, man, and such and such, and he started picking off the audience. He started destroying. Like we had a group of. Heavy set chicks that would come all the time. And wow. CP started shooting yeah. them off. Pow, pow, pow. And nigga Ray was like, hey, man, I, I, he can't keep doing that, man. Yeah. I got to keep bringing them back. Like, they called me out to every show. Like, you oh, know what man. I'm saying? Because he, he these your people. Yeah. yeah. So he had to bring them back. And so. Well, that, and wait, so, wait, wait, real quick. Was it our show that somebody ran and grabbed the mic out of CP? Yeah, yes, that, that, yeah. yeah. that happened at the LMA yeah, yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. And it was, it, it, he started getting carried away. So, so. Grabbed the mic out of the LMA show. So, 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 so,
let's meet at D'Angelo. Shout out to D'Angelo's Shout out Chicken to and Waffle. My favorite. So yeah, then y'all trying to bring me back. Yeah, you yes. gonna bring you back. You yeah, did. First of all, you came back. Yeah, you yeah, did come back, bro. You did come back. Hey, look, yeah. so so we get to D'Angelo's. <laughs> I mean, CP there first. So CP like, yeah, man, what you think? <laughs> What do you think we talking about, man? I'm like, I don't know, man. Cause I really didn't really know. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I don't know, man. I don't know. So, you know, Ray, Ray walk in like Diddy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we sitting at the table. He's like, yeah, you want some meat, man? What y'all want, man? Order this on me. Hey, lamb chops for everybody. Yeah. So, so CP you like. You lamb chops, Ray. Fuck it then. Give me some pork chops. Yeah. CP like, oh, okay. Well, then, you know, let me get some more. What? Like, CP order. I'm ordering. I we got through. You know what I'm saying? And Ray said, yeah, man. I was thinking about the show. And uh, <laughs> he was like, yeah, I don't know if the, the drinking game, we're going to probably, you know, chill out on that a little bit and, and something else. Whatever he said, he he didn't directly say, man, you fired. He just took the position away. Like, you know what I'm saying? We ain't doing that no more. <laughs> so, so, like, basically, he didn't even fire him. No, he basically no, no, looked at no, it like, it was, it was I'm eliminating clear. the yeah. whole department. No. Like, like <laughs> it's like when they say, yeah. like, you ain't getting fired from your job. It's like, yo, we eliminating the whole department. Yeah, it's like eliminated. So, so he, yeah. he killed the whole first half of it, right? Yeah. And so, he was like, all right, man. You know what I'm saying? I talked to y'all, man. We all right, cool. Everybody cool. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, man, Ray walks out. And me and, C, me and CP sitting there. And then CP say, hey, man. Hey, did he just fire me? And <laughs> <laughs> hey, that sound like CP, too. Uh, I say, yeah, man, like I think he just fired you. Wait a minute, he, wait a minute, he fired me? <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, yup. That's cool. We're going to fire. Okay. All right. Nigga, but no, man. to this day, nigga, CP would be like, nigga, you're the only nigga who fired me. Yeah, he fired, he fired me over chicken and waffles. And Fatty. Fatty and Fatty. Because we was, we was eating chicken and waffles and, and shit. <laughs> and then hired D. Jones back. And we hired D. Jones back. He went back to his old chick. Like, yeah, what's up, baby? Uh, I, know, I know I did you wrong. But no, uh, the separation, but the separation from D. Jones and, and, and CP at the time, dog, it was like, but I, I know, I knew it was going to happen. Like, the show, the show was really popular, dog. It was really popular. Hey, CP stopped doing. CP stopped doing the drinking game and everything. CP yeah, was like, CP man, like, like, I'm about to do my own thing. I'm like, all like, right, man. So look, if you want to do your own he thing, said, I'm tired of doing the drinking game, bro. The show. I don't want to do the drinking mm-hmm. game no more. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like, hey, nigga, you're fired. Like we mad. No, I just was like. You on another plan from the show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We gonna do something. But else. I mean, at the same time, it's back to like you gotta care about the show. But, yeah. but and, then, and then also, only did, D. Jones only did you know. the drinking game because he didn't have the time at the time. No, the drinking game was mandatory for the show. Mm-hmm. Why was it mandatory? Because that was a part of the, the bar make money. Because the bar make money and people get drunk when they see people get drunk. Yeah, never knew that. Shout out to but the when, and yeah. <laughs> but what happens is when you when you have a couple of shots of tequila, all the jokes get funnier too, because you're not, um, yeah, you're not like inhibitions. Yeah, yeah. You you're not you're not in defense mode no more. And you know, so the the good thing was, and like really what we was trying to do, I was trying to make a death jam. Like my goal was, um. I used to tell Mike Larry all the time, nigga, I don't want to stop until you get into some movies and some TV shows. Real talk. Why you tell these Jones that? I did. <laughs> but it wasn't as much convincing to D got Jones. Eight movies on Amazon. No, nah, but it wasn't as much convincing for D Jones because cause me and D Jones came in with the plan. All right. Yeah. No, no. Nah, nah. Because y'all fired my nigga. 
D. Jones more his situation more was like cause we cause we friends. So it was like, Nick, I'm not about to keep doing this shit. And mm-hmm. I'm like, don't. Yeah. That's yeah, how I kind of went. Like that. He was like, nigga, if you don't. No, no, that's, how, that's, that's how, how we talk to people. That's how, we, that's how talk. we talk to each other. That's how yeah. we talk. He like, nigga, I ain't about to keep doing this shit. Niggas I, booking me, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, okay. And I remember mm-hmm. trying to convince go. him not to go. Remember, I was like, no, yeah, man. Yeah. I was like, bro, you ain't got to go, man. Like, you know nah, what I'm saying? Like, but I didn't know you was getting money. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise, nigga! <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> but no, it was it was more. I did more, oh, I did more, more work than you, but man. That's, that's but, okay. But like, I did more work though. That's I, I was a little more polished, man. But, so no, you, it was, but you didn't even give me the you, you the first Gemini. What you mean? You didn't even give me gas money. I wasn't riding with you. The first Gemini. <laughs> oh, 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 you oh, wasn't oh, riding with me, bro. You wasn't riding with me. Not, not TV lounge. Yes, bro. That's what we oh. used to talk about, man. It's a job. Oh, what yeah. you gonna do? Yo, oh yeah, I did ride with you a couple times. <laughs> Damn, these my no, bad. I had a motorcycle back then. Yeah, I didn't ride with you. Yes, you did, bro. You had a lot of shit going on. Yeah, yeah I had a motorcycle. You didn't ride no motorcycle thanks, in the thanks, snow. Josh. It was it was so many moments in that Almost show. Fell like, out it, that boy. it was like it was a moment like you know what I'm saying. We was on stage, right? And Larry was hosting. We back there. Niggas kicking it. Niggas got girls by the side. Shout out to my nigga El Bull. El Bull got a foot fetish. So oh, this yeah. was all in the backstage, whatever. We kicking it. And Larry brought this one nigga up on stage. And you know, uh, even though that nigga King Ray uh, comes from the gospel world, he still fuck. He still, you know, what I'm saying, get out with goons. And it was some goons that basically uh, intimidated nigga comedian on stage. And he literally was on stage for like a minute and a half. And he came back there like, "Hey man, I gotta get out of here." And brought the mic back on stage, off stage, and gave it to Larry and ran out of the venue. I remember that. Oh, I'm very interested man. in knowing what comedian bro, this was. What he still he um he one of my Facebook friends. Um, AJ, 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 AJ. <laughs> one of my Facebook AJ. friends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that was his last time doing comedy too. Ever. I bet it was. Shit. He left, no, he, and he really, left his shoes. Yeah, he yeah, left his shoes. Got bringing his shoes. That was stage. like uh, that was like the rest of the God joke damn, for the rest of the night. Oh uh, man, bro. How bad was his set? It no, set. he was yeah. in there and he up, he he had some problems with some niggas that was in the audience. Yeah, oh, he's from okay. the east nah, side. He's seen some because, other east side niggas. Like, so he got be, on stage and he was like, "Hey, how y'all doing tonight?" All yeah, right, yeah, it would be some <laughs> it would be some dangerous niggas in the audience. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Um, but Where? it wasn't. But everybody was cool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we had that one security guard man. We used to call him. Uh, uh, old boy off 227 Lester Lester Yeah, yeah. yeah. Big Lester Big boy Boy new karate too man Yeah no, nah, You would get beat up did. in there look, As far I as our security Oh, dude. never no real altercation No nah, no nah, You wouldn't have no problems Somebody ran up on me one time Aunt Basil uh, So I was like my man Aunt Basil home man never no real altercation Yeah it wouldn't be no problems man no. Or nothing well, like that No it was It was it, But it was From everything it was secure. I remember I mean I went to the comedy night Like I say like twice But just period TV lines was the shit no, we was defense first, so it was different. Like, we was protecting the place it all was, night. It was mostly women in there. And, and like, if you in a venue where it's, where it's good food, women, you make good sure food, good drinks, pretty women. Yeah. It was never like, how much you much. how do you want to fight when there's 20 and girls Poole around? Said Ray was gangster. He stuck his pool stick up a nigga ass like in oh, I didn't do that. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, that's L. Book. Hey, hey, one of my best freestyles was on L. Book, man. Remember when he tried to do comedy? Yeah. We had a whole blooper reel for Book when he was doing comedy. 
I got I got a I got a YouTube clip right now on on YouTube with me roasting El Boog here. Yeah, the Mohawk man did. Yeah, Woody Wood called him Woody Wood Pack. Bro, we done all came so fucking far from man, bro. Nigga, like, wasn't no kid. Well, I ain't had no kid. But it's like, nigga, like I think back on that Ill Boog had a whole tall ass dumb bitch ass, like a yeah, he had the big red joint. Yeah, wow. I'm so lost on what y'all talking about. But you know what? What I admire about Ill Boog man is that this nigga has the confidence. He got the heart and balls of an elephant dog. Like, yeah, you do. He he is a he is he's a he's he believes in himself. That's what's up. And if we all could have a little piece of his confidence, man, like we'd all be a little bit better in this world, man. You know what I'm saying? Like he was just like, I got a mohawk, and I'm about to do comedy. Never did it before. Hey Ray, let me get on the stage. I'm like, no. Bro. Hey, that's what Fago. 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 Like somebody said something, and I just fired off a stray. It was a big girl. And I was like, hey, I don't know what you talking about, Precious Minaj. And this was Nicki Minaj. Yeah. Like, she looked at me and was like, everybody was laughing, but I just looked at her and was like, I didn't even say that. And I was like, what? Yeah. I feel so bad that I hit her with that stray. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? That, Thanks, was, bro. that was my biggest argument. I'm like, look. Do not make fun of the people in the audience. Well, These you're are the not people. gonna get comedians not do nah, that. No, it was yeah, it was a it was an endless battle. But because I mean, also you got to get the realm of some people. You gonna get with crowds. You know, some people like to heckle. No, nah, and but they these, gotta fire back. But but I, what I say about what I say Man. about uh, what I say about them and and this gen and this generation the comedians they they don't just they like. Fry you like you know what I'm saying? Like when CP was roasting, like CP was roasting until you left. Oh no! But that's how CP. No, no. At the time, that's what CP was on. Like he didn't know nothing else. He didn't know how to. Yeah. Not to say that he didn't know how to write jokes at the time, but he came from roasting, so he was roast. Yeah. Yeah. That was his thing. Yeah. Thing to do, be like, all right. Like I remember, like Jay Will was like that. Like when you come from that, that's your fun. Yeah. That's what Black Bear is like that too. Yeah. Black Bear is like that. So it's like if you ain't come from a place of writing, your first thing is like, oh, look at this nigga's shoes. Right. Then you got to play that role. Then you got to have security in there that knows some type of yeah. martial arts. And we yeah, end we up can. spending more time protecting CP. And niggas who had jokes for all the com- for all the people in the audience. Oh, I, I know what you saying. You know what I'm saying? Offensive. You know what I'm saying? With the rough shit. We doing call ins? Niggas get back how they gonna call in? They gotta hit my Instagram. They gotta be on just shit. But oh, no, yeah. it was it was a beautiful time, man. And and what I'm most proud they, of is yeah. what I'm most proud of is to see my boys. You know what I'm saying? Like people that I really know that we really spend time. So I it get to see Mike, Larry, and D. Jones and Josh in movies, and and that was that was, that was what goal. my promise that was. was. The goal. You know what I'm saying? And you succeeded. No nigga can that's say that the TV lines. That, that's why I wanted niggas here because yeah, the, the boys dope, man. Definitely gave us all like like very sick. It made us like nigga. Think about before all that. Every spot we went to was like, oh, they go Kool Aid, they go Foolish, they go uh, yeah. Martini, they go Martez. It was like Mike Bonner. But when you mm-hmm. came there, nobody knew who them niggas was. Nah. Mm-hmm. And we was them niggas. And then over time, we became them niggas. Like, where Josh at? Is Larry going up? Well, of course, Larry going up. D. Jones, da 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 da. 
And it was like it was like that in there, nigga. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it gave us the confidence to be where we at now and be the leaders of the new school. And I'm gonna be honest, man, that stage, the 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 it was especially in the beginning before they remodeled it. Um, it was like it was a it was a real it was a real show. It was a real show. It's like it's like it'd be wild, you know what I'm saying? People talking, people talking. But once the show started, everything kind of go down a little bit, and they like, "What's up?" They get sitting on the couches, painting y'all a picture, man. People don't on my phone that. Oh man, yeah, but but yeah, you know, we did have people sitting in the back. On the couches, we yeah. had the, the, the chicks bringing us on stage. Yeah, my idea. Nah, yeah. It, was, it yeah. wasn't just a comedy show, man. It was yeah. like an experience, uh, it was a like full you production. said. We yeah. had five cameras in there. That's what's up. Um, I remember when Viacom. What are you going to? Uh, what you going to do with all, all the footage? It ended up getting fucked up. Mm. So, oh, for real? Damn. Yeah. Who was your? Who was your? Maverick, man. Stephen. <laughs> man, Maverick, man. No, Maverick, yeah. the one, man. Maverick Lost messed everything up, up, bro. It was, it was Stephen's responsibility, but it was Maverick. Maverick. Um, but what happened was... Somebody lost at the airport. Um, <laughs> what happened was we was doing stuff way bigger than everybody around me could imagine. Mm-hmm. I couldn't be more part of you guys. Well, five cameras. Shout out to my nigga Byron Tucker. But yeah, I, you know what I'm saying? What happened was like, I, you know, I was seeing it. We was believing it. But, like, nobody was believing what was happening. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I got you. And so, like, literally Viacom used to fly from California. People from Viacom would come and see it. And they would be like, how do you get these people in the audience? And I'm like, they just come. Mm-hmm. And they'd be like, what you paying? Because, mm-hmm. like, and on, like, Cali. Comic View different. and Cali yeah, yeah, and stuff no. like that, you sit in the audience, you get a check. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they was like, how do you get that? And I'm like, these are people who just like the show. Mm. They like Larry. They like D. They like me and my brothers. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because what I can't, you know, front on is that, like, my family is a whole part of this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, definitely, um, definitely. if you see me, you see my brothers, my sisters. You know what I'm saying? And my family was like, this is what we're doing. That's what's up. You know what I'm saying? So people would come. Oh, and- yeah, your sister, too. Yeah, so yeah. like they would love what we was doing, you know. And yeah. um, no, because I just thought about it. Like, like, I remember when I first seen it, I'm like, "It's a female <laughs> rape." Yeah, she looked like the <laughs> You know what I'm saying? And people would really just come to have fun, or they'd come just for the drinking game, or uh, the kamikaze karaoke where we mm-hmm. had put on a song where you had to lip sync it. And the funny part is that this is all the popular TV shows right now. Like it's a limb sync battle show. Yeah, we used yeah. to do that shit just on off GP. Mm-hmm. So we'll put on a song like have a girl stand up there and then we'll play like Biggie, I'm fucking you tonight. And she gotta lip sync it. Mm-hmm. So we call it like kamikaze karaoke because we had picked the song for you. Mm-hmm. And you gotta like fake like you know it or yeah. whatever. And like but what was so beautiful about it was organically it came out of our friendship. Yep. Um and it came from even though, like, a lot of people complained about it, but, like, my heart was really, like, I want to push comedy for it. I want my friends to be famous. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? It was like, I want my niggas in movies. Like I said, Larry here, if I was lying, you know what I'm saying? I was like, look, I was telling D. Jones and them, like, look, if y'all niggas ain't in movies, we ain't doing it. I remember we sat in your truck, man, yeah. in front of my house. I'm like, nigga, if we ain't in the movies, if y'all niggas ain't in movies, then I ain't did every, what I was supposed every, to do. Every nigga that came, every person that came from, that was birthed from the LMAO comedy show, 
It's literally in the conversation, like when they you probably name ten comedians and it's the funniest people, in, and that's including the internet right now. It's probably about six or seven motherfuckers that came from that show. So it's like whatever Definitely. what you what you put out to do, you accomplish that. Like nigga, that's a fact. Like that's why that's I wanted to have this show because Dang. like the way they talk about strawberry fields and they talk about cocos, we didn't have a, a a a comedy club that was a staple. We had a show at a bar. And we created a thing that was on Tuesday or Wednesday that became something that niggas was like, hey, we going to that. Like, nigga, you'll pull up Dwayne in there. You'll come in there, nigga, overroll and days loafing that bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like, Viacom in that bitch. Like, you wouldn't know who popped up, nigga. Uh, 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 what's her name? Damn, I can't think of her name right now. Damn, Where fine. Uh, Short hair, singer. Vanity. Yeah, Renee. Storm. Storm. You know what I'm talking about, Ray. I can't think of her name right now. Something Storm. Oh, uh, come on, Ray. Because I, I fucking know this man. <clears throat> but no, all the models was there. All the pretty girls was there. They came. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we had a great time with all the pretty girls. Yeah, that's what's up. And and, and what I thought was dope was that all the, all the comedians... <laughs> all the comedians was like superstars. Uh, yeah. Hey, I, I remember no. going upstairs one time. <laughs> What you do upstairs, I man? said, man, what you doing up here, Ray? Uh, Ray Wild Boy, uh, man. What you gotta be sleeve, Ray? What you gotta be sleeve, Ray? <laughs> we had a good run with the girls, man. They had it was a, a good very run. good time, man. Uh, 2000 yeah. and what? 2009 to about 2012? Uh, you know what? I you know what's the, the messed up part is? Like, I think like when you when you make a history with your friends, like you don't really think about when it was happening. Yeah, you're just living it. You just like we was just in it. We was just talking mm-hmm. every week. We was just in the mix. You know what I'm saying? Um, Even if you didn't go up, you went. Like I would go up every two weeks. Like I would go up one week, take a week off, come back the next week, and just come kick it. But nigga, you was going to TV lines because it was just like nigga, why not? It's going down. Yeah. They there. Man, and you man. still got love, even if you if you was a comedian. Hey, you and you going up told, tonight? It's like no, nah, yeah, I'm, I'm just chilling, and mm. the girls will still be on so you if you <laughs> killed it the last time. You know what we love over here, Corey? Shout out to the game, man. <laughs> TV launch fucked up the nigga from 2010. Yeah. Like it started me off on not being shit, right? Shout out to the <laughs> TV launch, bro. Man. I was out in the game, man. Hey, man, you know who you is, and I still got love for you. I ain't gonna never stop. But not like you know why it come and they come and they be like, man, how do you get all these people in here? They be like, nigga, how do you get? Very crazy, dog. But nah, like it was just a great time, man. Um, it was a great moment, um, and then to see like like a CP blow up and then he brought it back to TV Lounge because he was once he started getting hot off the Reggie boat, he was like, hey Ray. I'm gonna bring the show back to TV Lounge. I'm glad we brought that up, man. He stole my spot, man, and, and spot. that's what I wanted to talk about. Talk about uh, that shit. Yeah, man. Like so, no, I'm playing. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's looking like dang. What nah, you, nah, so, I'm playing. So what happens when we stopped the LMAO thing? Yeah. Um, he ended up getting hot, and then he come back to TV and to do back. the show. Yeah, man, that was dope. And, and uh, I thought that was beautiful. I also thought it was beautiful for Larry to leave and go and have a, his own run at Mandy's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was super successful. Yeah. And then he was able, in my opinion, he was able to get the stuff that he would argue with me about over there. 
So what happened with the breakup of Shits and Giggles? What did it have to do with D. Jones and them? With D. Jones, it, it was D. Jones and Fago. Fago, yeah. Let's talk about that. <laughs> hey, Jones, but, Fago, it, but it started when they was kids, man. I didn't want to go there. No. <laughs> D. Jones ain't saying shit like 20 minutes. I want to go there. Yeah. Well, Shits and Giggles, like, so they used to call me Diddy and Shits and Giggles because... Yeah. I was like the direct. I would direct. They would come on my house, and we would sit down and write the the skits, and then do them like rehearse them. But then you and Ray wrote. Hey, no, no, no. No, listen. Hey, let's get this right now. Okay. Let's say it right now. Fago Uh-oh. is telling niggas Uh-oh. that that he jump shots and cones <laughs> that he came up. Now I said. I told Josh off camera. Okay. I said, "Look, you ain't got to say this." What did he say? What did he say? Okay. No, go uh, ahead. I mean, if you want to, can I don't give no, a fuck. No, because I don't truth like niggas. The the, yeah, truth is the truth. Most of the skits from the first show is mine and yours. Right. 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 Second show is me and you. Right. That's not the story that's getting passed around. Okay. What's getting passed around? That he did all everything himself. That shits and giggles came up with the skits and the show. Not you, everybody else. Damn. Oh. That's the word of the I'm That's like, cool. nigga, the first couple skits was mine. Right. The first two people who put it together yeah. was me and you. Yes. <sighs> we and recruited, so t- I recruited no, Fago. Nigga, I'm telling Josh the shit, he over here like, nigga, that's not what's getting told <laughs> out here. I mean, I just hear other shit when I, because like, and, and nigga, I'm a nigga who in reality, nigga, I give credit with credit is due. Yeah. Like shits and giggles, like, like I tell y'all, when I'm yeah, that bitch talk. was packed, and niggas was laughing from their fucking night. Niggas was hurting yeah. laughing. And niggas would tell me, like, niggas was, niggas, the, no, the word on the street nigga. is that niggas was doing more than what they said. Nigga, right, Fago's I mean, you know, name came from Shits and Giggles. Yeah. That nigga was the one. I, I, no, no, I was sitting here and saying, I keep it a thousand. Like, like, he legitimately was the out, like, the, like nigga, the nigga out, the out runner. Like, no. like, that was the funniest nigga of no. the niggas. Absolutely. Yeah. No question. I, I, I believe, like, when we created Shits and Giggles, it blossomed Fago. Like, it made that nigga who he is. I tell him to this day he should get back in the sketches. That's yeah, because to he me, it, he better at sketch me too. than stand-up. You know what I'm saying? But Fago... That's a hard comment right there. But he is. No, that's a fact, though. It's I, a I, truth. I tell, I tell him to this day, like, all the shit these niggas doing on the internet, why you ain't on it? Nigga, that's, well, that's his lane. You was yeah. doing this before, niggas. This was you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but that's hard to hear that you you better at that than stand-up. No, but not, not to say he ain't good at stand-up. I'm yeah, not saying he's yeah, not good no. at stand-up. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm yeah. just saying that. LeBron, you better go into the basket than you are a shooter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not I saying like he's a shitty comedian. I'm just saying, like, at school, at sketch comedy is what made niggas even want to listen to Fago crack a joke. Real talk. Mm-hmm. I, I remember. I remember. I was at. Um, I, I took him to a show. I, I, I was doing a show. Fago. I took Fago to a show, and um, he he got there. He didn't want to go up. You know, I was one of them situations where I, you know the niggas supposed to open up, bring me up. He was like, "No, nah, man, I ain't going up or something, whatever." 
So I, I go up and do whatever I do, whatever. I come down, and I'm waiting to get my money. And they want to start doing like some skit type stuff. Like, like they like they want to do some improv games. Yeah. They do improv games, right? Yeah. And so she was like, how many people want to be involved? I'm like, oh, I'll do it. You know what I'm saying? And she, they went around. They asked Fago, he want to do it. He was like, yeah, he'll do it. And a couple other folks started doing it. So, nigga, we doing the improv game, bro. When I say this nigga was destroying. Yeah. Destroying no, that boy, man. Fago's great at improv. Yeah, oh, man. I think. No. I think like growing up We played sports all the time So we always was rivals Yeah yeah That's what I heard And then And it, we used to, I, I started doing comedy first He started doing it And then people used to put us Against each other Who funnier Who funnier Now it's love man Like it's I don't compete with him I don't think he compete with me No no Yeah if Back then, we first started, of course. But that ain't what's said on the streets, man. Let's get it out. <laughs> but, <laughs> and at this point, I, if if he want to take credit for it, yeah, I mean, right. we know the truth. But no, me and me and me and Ray already said. It. Yeah, me and Ray came up with shits and giggles. Yeah, and y'all wrote the first sketches. Yes, them niggas had to come and act them out, dog. Yeah. But it was I mean, like this but, was the sketch about. But this is what I say: niggas can write something because I've been in movies when niggas write shit. But I'll take the material and take it somewhere else. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 absolutely. But it was more. It wasn't really that scripted. It was more. This is the idea. Yeah, this is what we're talking about. Yeah, this is what we want to accomplish with this skit. Now go make it happen. So it yeah. wasn't like we didn't have a script. It was a skeleton. But we would go. We would come to my house. And I remember I came over one time to do a skit with y'all or something. Yeah, we, we, they ended up playing the games. So niggas playing. Yeah, like and they would get, like I fired my own cousin because I'm like they would come over, get high and then want to rehearse. And I'm like, for me, I'm always thinking business. I'm like this, mm-hmm. this business too, bro. Like y'all reward yourself with the weed. You know what I'm saying? Like let's get the job done. Mm-hmm. Then get high, get drunk. Don't get high, yeah. get drunk, and then try to. Do this You know what I'm saying So that's where me Versus all of them Will fall out Yeah Cause I was the only one Who didn't get get high You know what I'm saying But Oh here's another fact check For this Okay So he asked me Why Shits and Giggles stopped Why did it stop Right mm-hmm. we'll, we'll close on that Why did Shits and Giggles stop Shits and Giggles stop If it stopped. wasn't for Shits and Giggles Then it probably Wouldn't be a TV lounge Yeah cause no. Fago First time going up Was at TV lounge so Yeah absolutely Everybody from Shits and Giggles Went up Stand well, up for their first time At LMA yeah. Who was the best I mean, put like an outside of Keisha. Keisha. Keisha was hilarious. Keisha, for sure. She was just scared. They can do it. So outside of them, but Amir, but, I think Amir went up and he didn't do very well. I don't I'm remember wrong. him ever going up. Did he go up? I don't know. I think Carrie did. Good. Carrie, Carrie went up. Don't know her. Um, Carrie, she went up. She did. I but Carrie up. was hilarious. No, everybody came in the first part. Oh, okay. To even out of shits and giggles, Carrie was my my favorite person because she was just. She was just funny, man, and, and a great person to work with when it come to acting. You know yeah. what I'm saying? She was just... And she used to work hard, man. Yeah, like Carrie was... Yeah. Like... Yeah. She was professional. Yeah, she was professional. And she was fine, so it was easy to work with her. He's still trying to throw a shot at her. Yeah. No, she married. No, that's cool, that's cool. Man, man. with kids. Larry over trying to get me drunk or something. Yeah, he is. This nigga right there, he finished his bottle. Oh, he finished his bottle, cuz. But, uh... But, no, what... So... I tell Josh, Shits and Giggles breaks up because the other people from Shits and Giggles decided that they needed to own the name. No, they wanted to own the name. Remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? They wanted to own the name. Yeah. Like, 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 that nigga Ray was like, these people are here to see me. Like, they can't, I invited them. Yes. They're not here to see y'all. Like, y'all just happened to come through and 
Do yeah. thing, yes. Not here to see Me and Damien sold the most tickets. Nobody else sold tickets. The five boys break up. Hey, no, but, Carrie sold a bunch. And Carrie sold her tickets. Carrie oh, sold her tickets. Care. But it was like Carrie's fifteen tickets. Keith did too though. Me and Keith Jones. Keith sold some tickets. Lano didn't sell no tickets. I, like I said, like y'all niggas don't know how much respect I got for that shit and giggle shit. And that in the internet age, y'all niggas probably would be millionaires. Real I think I Not think to say we still can't get there, but like if shits and giggles was to happen now, like y'all niggas, the shit that y'all was doing would be like legendary. But I think even us three had started comedy five years after we did. Like if we yeah. started in that Vine era, yeah, we would already but be. You gotta think about that. We still we did though. Like nigga, like nothing stop you from getting on Vine. Nothing stop Larry. Yeah, stop but but we can still do videos. But y'all we was can, but I'm saying though. yeah, because when I started the game, it was. Just get on stage as much as you can. Yeah. Get yeah. on stage as much as you can. Not, hey man. You put your phone out. At that right. Time you still need a hey Maverick. Let's shoot a skit. Right. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey Ray, can we use the studio? Mm-hmm. Now it's like, hey, put your phone. And we out. didn't see that coming. Hey, I remember I had Maverick do that. Remember we, you had yeah. that spot, nigga. I did the full of love, Mike Larry. Some we was doing. What nigga, we, doing we was trying. That? I was already on hey, this well, shit, bro. We was yeah. already on this, but it, it, it was just. We was just early to the party. That's all it was. And then, like you said, a lot of times, niggas just, like, nigga, it's so much footage out here that I shot with niggas that somehow they lost it and it's out here. But when a nigga pop, that's when it's all going to come out. But you know what? It happens a lot. Especially, like, it's different from, like, how it is now. You got a little memory card or a little hard drive. Yeah. Back then, it was, like, big-ass hard drives. And uh, so, like, if, if the room flooded, your big-ass hard drive sitting, like, two... Four inches off the floor, that bitch get fucked so up. Any moisture yeah, like you know what I'm saying. It's not like how it is now, where your phone can capture those moments, and um, it was just a much bigger, bulkier issue, you know, ten years ago or fifteen years ago. Let's do this. Let's do this. We, we, we started a little late, man. I appreciate why that tapped in, man. I really want to have this conversation. Favorite moment from TV Lounge? Uh, we have started with a. Uh, let's go, Ray. And then Ray and then we'll work our way on. I'll put it like this. I'll say this. My favorite moment from TV. I'll start off. My favorite moment from the TV lounge would have to be. I mean, my moments will be off stage. So I mean that and that shit I can't really talk about. So for the reality, so I can't really go to that. But I mean, I had to say this when that nigga uh, shout out to AJ when he ran off stage and came back and ran because the niggas were gonna beat him up. And then niggas, the rest of the show was about him. That was my favorite moment, like, mm-hmm. me personally. So, whoever want to go next on that. Favorite moment from the TV? Uh, mine's would be, um, oh, man, I think it was your cousin, right? Yeah. Was that your cousin yeah. had that sweater, With the sweater on? on? Yeah, yeah. Man, that was epic. He bro. had that sweater on, man, and um, man, I think he did about forty-five minutes What's on wrong him. With I, <laughs> I was talking about his sweater. Yeah, I just I roasted his sweater. He just man had was a, mad, dog. I'm talking about Josh, and then he had a chick mad. with him. I started talking not about her was, sweater nigga. too, and then um, huh? I brought not was no he he that nigga still mad, dog. <laughs> you still mad about that? Yes, yeah, dog. I know he is, bro. And then I brought Mike McDaniel up there. We did the first 48 on this sweater. You know what I'm saying? And then I did something like a superhero. Uh, I played the Superman song or something and was laying on a stool or something. But it's on it's on it's on it's on YouTube. It's on my YouTube page. Comedian Mike Larry. Comedian M I C L A R R Y. Comedian Mike Larry on YouTube, man. You will see that. All right, who got one up? Who got one up? I can't talk about the other. Favorite, favorite moment, D Jones, Kev, uh D Jones, King King Ray. What's the favorite moment? You going or not? Go ahead, because I can't really I mean, I have several. Yeah, so. I got a, like a few. 
Uh, Number one, if he was like, nigga, I gotta put this in the time capsule. Can I do like three? Man, I got I like three. Right. You almost get one off, and then Ray, you do your three from three to one. Okay. I'm not gonna put Gemini on blast, but that was that funny. Man. No, that oh, was. Oh man, that's <laughs> that was yeah, funny. Yeah, no, you got it. He put him on blast. It is what it is. No, bro. I'm gonna say that was funny. My my one man. It was my birthday, and my girl showed up with a whole cheerleading outfit with my picture on it. That was live for, for me. That hey, was dope. Hey, do the Gemini thing, bro. <laughs> nah, nah. What'd he say? What'd he, what he went on? Gemini went on stage and started his joke <laughs> off with, what the niggas out in here with the good dick? Man. <laughs> Nigga, that was so wild, bro. And he's like, no, no, with the good dick. Well, no, you got no, brothers, if you got a good dick, make some noise. What the niggas say with the good dick? Like, niggas is looking like, what's wrong with this stick, man? What's that dog? What I did have some, I don't know if it was an LMAO show, but I was at TV Lounge and the dude was cussing at me back and forth, back and forth. And he was like, I'm a soldier. And he had on fatigues. And I was like, you a bitch because Job Corps don't make soldiers. And he ran up on stage and tried to fight me. And they pulled me, the security pulled me and him out. And Tree was in the back cracking up like, that's my homeboy, man. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was LMAO. Yeah, yep. Let's go, man. <laughs> three to one. King's Ray. Oh. King's Ray favorite. Um, top, top three. Moves. All downstairs, man. No upstairs stuff. Yeah, no upstairs. <laughs> the boom, but boom, my wrong. third, my third is gonna be, um, <laughs> the hilarious things that used to happen behind the stage during the shows. Secret society. <laughs> <laughs> what happens in TV lounge? Oh my god! So those are classic moments, and um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can't talk about them. But the moments behind the stage and the the girls and the models and the groupies and all that. I got I got hilarious. one that didn't happen on at LMAO. Uh, Enough, D. Jones. Second. No, it was about him. <laughs> Second, we'll talk about it when we stop. The second was um, when um, CP was cracking jokes on them dudes' mama, and they oh, ran up oh, on the stage oh, and snatched the mic out of CP's hand. Yeah, he was looking, and he was so scared. <laughs> this nigga was so scared. And like uh, you know, at the end, I'm like, dog, I got you. I ain't gonna let nothing happen to you, man." But he was so scared. Man, man. Uh, that, uh, and then I I gotta say, uh, oh, it's a tie though, man. I got too many, man. But when Monkey got super drunk, that the one night where she was immortalized. Um, she was super drunk and she was just clowning all night from the because she had won the shot game. Yeah, yeah, talking yeah. about the zoo and all that. And the kids, I knew it was yeah, I remember that. No. And just for the record, Monkey was a very good looking girl. Still, and she actually still is a really good looking girl. Yeah, she's still, she's nice. She's colder now. She's colder now. She got like twelve kids or something. Hey, you know. Hey, you know, but. Uh, that was great. And then um, the the other great moments was, the, my favorite moment was when we had Brandon T. Jackson. Oh, God, he came through there, 
he came up and this was like fresh into him being in the movies and the lottery ticket and all that shit and he was cracking jokes and people was giving him mercy laughs and they was yeah. just laughing extra cause he was uh, cause he was famous um, and then the core of our audience came to me and was like you know Mike Larry and D. Jones Josh and CP them niggas funnier than him and that made me proud because we had built something where the the majority of our audience knew what funny was, knew what funny was and they wasn't moved by the fact that this nigga was on movies and TV, dog. So yeah. that was my proudest moment. And the, the continuation to that moment is that I'm actually on your podcast kicking Real it with these talk. niggas, bro. And uh, Real talk, man. To look Shout at out Adam, to my man Josh, man. Just keep supporting this boy, man. Yeah. Are we the OGs now? Yeah, like, not, yet. yeah not yet, but I don't know. If you is, came Mike. Out. I mean, me and Josh started around the same time. Yeah, started six months before. Yeah, yeah. we ain't the OGs, yeah. Yeah, but I'm saying the young cats be talking to me like, but I mean, you, I'm an OG. But yeah, yeah. But to look on Amazon Prime and see y'all niggas, bro. Yeah. Like I couldn't be more prouder, bro. Like I couldn't be more proud to see y'all on. Amazon Prime while I'm at the crib and you know what I'm saying showing that to my wife and she like that's ain't that Mike Larry you know what I'm saying so like I'm watching niggas on Amazon Prime with my family or showing my son that my son's five and so at my baby shower Mike Larry D Jones they do a set at my son's baby shower and I can look at I can pull up Amazon Prime. And be like, yeah, that's the dude that was cracking jokes at your baby shower. Like, those kind of moments, um, you know, just make me, yeah, nigga, you know, so like, proud. I don't know if you know that. I wanted to see him give you your followers, nigga. Like I said, like, you gave us a platform. Yeah, real talk. Like, when we needed that confidence, and we didn't even know we needed it, that it put us in a space that, you know what I'm saying, nigga, forever change everything, dog. Like, you know what I'm saying? I look back on that nigga TV home it, dog. Like, you know. And when you had that studio out there in, in Township, a lot of the mm-hmm. boxery went down. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And we're going all that. But, you you know what I'm saying, nigga, you spawn entrepreneurs from that. Um, you know, philanthropists, writers, straight up some of the coldest niggas in the game. Not just in the city. Like, we some of the coldest niggas in the world. Not in the country. Real nigga, in this whole bitch that's spinning around. And we ain't stopped. We only continuing to get better. And like I said, like these young said, we the OGs now. I mean, whatever you want to say is like, but we not. Because niggas still don't really know, no, no. Yeah. The capability or potential that we got. So I was like, when we do that, when we had those, when we had those interviews with fucking Oprah, or we sitting down with somebody chopping it up, there's no way a nigga not going to be like, oh, yeah, nigga, it was a TV lounge. Yeah. Or, you know, Hunter Supper Club. In certain spots, niggas don't hear about They say Everybody came through, nigga. It was it, like the future you had to come through. Any nigga that's a nigga right now came through TV lounge. Only nigga I would say that didn't have to do that, Jay Will. And Jay Will was a weird number because he came through and he started in white rooms and then he he went in reverse. But everybody else, TV Lounge was Art Coco's house of comedy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a fact. Yeah. And I was just like I said, nigga, I want to thank you, Ray, for nigga believing in like nigga just for meeting D Jones and backsliding and starting to fuck with the hoes after y'all was doing the gospel thing, <laughs> making it possible. And then Larry was cussing and then Larry stopped cussing. At the TV lounge, week in and week out, and became one of the funniest comedians in the world and made everybody mm-hmm. just step their game up, dog. So 
I just want to thank you, Ray. Like I said, I want to give you flowers for that. Yeah, Jones, nigga, going out here and getting your own merch, nigga, and, and, and have your own spot store to sell merch out of and push yeah. niggas to do that. And Larry, doing what you're doing with the whole charity thing, nigga, thank you. Because like I said, you all pushing niggas to be better. And this is how we usually end the show. <coughs> if you had advice for your 17-year-old self, if I had advice for my 17-year-old <coughs> self, um, I would, if I could talk to 17-year-old Josh, I would say, hey, nigga, Hennessy is good, but don't drink the bottom shelf shit. Get you some VSOP and take your time with it. Don't start at 17. Start at 21. You know what I'm saying? Dip into the game. Dip your toe in and get your swag together. Now, D. Jones, if you had message, if you had advice for 17-year-old D. Jones, what would it be? Hmm. 17-year-old D. Jones. Just uh, work harder. Mm-hmm. And I already think I'm one of the hardest working niggas out, but just work harder. Larry, 17-year-old Mike Larry, what would you say to that nigga? I would tell him um, continue to, you know, to keep God first and and also um, just look broader than, than than what you see. You know what I'm saying? You can really just be whatever you want to be and just to put 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 your, you know, put all the all the work into being what you want to be, man. King Ray, advice, 17-year-old. Hmm. King Ray, who are you talking to your dog? Tell him. Well, first, before I do that, man, I need to say one thing. Um, everything that I did in comedy, I wouldn't have did without Damien. Yeah. That's Real talk. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't even know you felt like that. No. Nah, yeah. Like. <laughs> but no, nah, listen. You him back. <laughs> but. You know, we had a relationship where you could do that. No, like, no. hey, man, yeah. you tripping, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it was like, oh, I don't feel like doing this shit no more. Okay, fine, <laughs> yeah. nigga. Hey, 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 that's exactly that what was, he said. That was the conversation. I don't feel like, okay, nigga. Ain't no love lost. No, yeah. it was still yeah. my nigga to this day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, But I, I wanted to definitely say that, though, because all my comedy ideas, I always run through them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And... Even like the skits he doing before he post them, we end up talking about it or we punch him up. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And most niggas Thanks. don't know how involved I am in comedy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I just wanted to put out there that that, you know, I was promoting, I was creating the show and the experiences, but I wouldn't have did none of it if me and Damien wasn't talking. You know what I'm saying? Real talk, man. Um seventeen year old Ray. Y'all niggas ain't about to hug it. Nah. Okay. You know. uh, nah, I mean, I'm really proud of all y'all, man. Yeah. I can't even front, bro. Yeah. Like, no, and, and I probably wouldn't be the comic I am without him. Yeah. So it, it going in circle. Yeah. And so like we we all we built each other up in that yeah. in that moment. Um but what I would probably say to seventeen year old Ray, you about to have a lot of fun coming up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh, strap up, strap up. Um, <laughs> definitely strap up. And I, in in hindsight, I would have took more risk on on me early in the game. Um, because I ended up doing like after after gospel music. I ended up doing more business than I did artistically, and artistically, I got a lot of stuff to offer too. I feel 
feel like I'm very absolute. I want artistic more than I want business, and I'm heavy in the business. Like, nigga. yeah. So I know what you're saying. I know how that feels. So that would be what I would say, like, in 2005, uh, drop your solo album. If I had, hey, I, I I never knew Ray knew how to rap, man. Like Dude. until until I'm, I'm, until one day at the TB Lounge, and then he was like, "Yeah, I think I'm gonna do something for my birthday, man." I'm, I'm like, I'm thinking like, you gonna do what you gonna do, then? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She like, she yeah, bring me up in the middle of the, you know, at half the halftime or something or whatever intermission. I want you, bring. I'm gonna do my thing. I'm gonna close it out and. And I nigga got up there, bro, and was on. Man, I was like, nigga, why is you promoting us? Yeah. Like, you the ticket. Like, you know what I'm saying? And, and I ain't gonna lie, bro. I, I know we all track, man, a little bit, but I, I'm gonna say TV Lounge made me a, a way better comedian, man. Like, mm-hmm. like what I learned and and experienced there as far as my freestyling and and having the pressure on to to write material and to keep the audience attention mm-hmm. like without that platform bro that at that point in time in my career it just it it, it was it was needed dog yeah, like it yeah, is no god it was perfect bro god god just designed it that way where it to happen man so i appreciate you bro you know what i'm saying Thank and shouts out to you josh man you you know you to me dog you one of the funniest niggas in the world you know what i'm saying because in 10 I, years we gotta do this for you and clever we hear it all the time man and um you know like I see your name, your name pop up all the time, man. And, and you grinding, bro. You setting a bar, you setting a tone, man. And, and you know, for all of us in, in, in the game, sometimes it get kind of hard. But just keep see you, just keep pushing and inspire me to push. You know what I'm saying? I think that's what we supposed to be. Iron shopping iron, yeah, exactly, man. Yo, shout out to my man D Jones too, man. That same tip, bro. Tell them where they can follow y'all at once y'all got popping real quick. Go, right. Oh wait, and then also shout out to Claude, man. Um, club even though we we never necessarily did business together we was kind of checks and balances for each other to gospel absolutely and um i appreciate club because actually me and him would run notes after the shows and he'd be like yeah and this and that and I wasn't trying to hear what he was talking about, but really are, you, you know what I'm saying. I, me either. I didn't either. I mean, I knew they knew uh, each other, but I didn't know. Yeah. Y'all built the same, but I never knew. They yeah. Knew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's funny, bro. That's hilarious. But no, shout out to Claude because, um, I think LMAO wouldn't have necessarily happened as smoothly if Claude would have been hating on what we was doing. Yeah. Because if he would have been like hating on it. Larry wouldn't have never came over. Mm. Uh, that's my nigga, man. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Jay Alexander. None of that would have happened. You know what I'm saying? No, no, you're not lying. You think you name is very instrumental in all that shit. You know what I'm saying? Because on top of what we was doing, it was also the alliances. Like, nah, he cool. Nah, his, it's cool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And um, I remember the first show, Claude was like, man. It's nice <laughs> You know what I'm saying Oh and I do then, remember that now, Yeah bro. he was like That's nice man And you know He like But Watch out for this Look out for that mm-hmm. Hey man This part of the show Wasn't tight Da 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 And um You know I always Always listen to him You know what I'm saying Like With his feedback Because 
Because at the same time, the LMAO is going like Klaus doing Bless the Mic. Bless the Mic. And which had a run too, you know. Um, but it was it was clean, it was it wasn't as salacious as what we was doing. Um and you know, people tend to gravitate to the salacious stuff, you know what I'm saying? But um but I, I, I wanna make sure that we mention Claude because even though we wasn't doing business together. We was bouncing stuff back and forth. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was like, I mean, I hate to say it, but like Joe to see and boys to men. Like, you know what I'm saying? It is, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like he was doing boys to men. I was doing Joe to see. You know what I'm saying? Like we was doing the dirtier side. He was doing the cleaner side, but we had some of the same pieces involved. Um, Cause really, at the beginning of the show, he managed most of the comedians. Yeah, he did. Man. He was managing them. Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of like, but you had that thing like, if Larry was fucking with you, was like, so Larry, what's up, this nigga King, right? You must be right. decent if you fucking with him. And then we all developed our own relationship. But if Claude would have been like, "Fuck me," to Larry. It wouldn't happen. Possibly, but maybe not. Larry kind of got his mind of his own. I mean, I'm just saying, but like, at the time, we trying it out. Had you, yeah, because Carl was a nigga, put it like this, I'll say this. But the beautiful thing, he wasn't no hater. Yeah, he wasn't. If Carl was a nigga that was like, I don't fuck with King Ray, niggas probably would look just weird. Because, Mm -hmm. like, who Claude don't fuck with? You know what I'm saying? Claude is a good nigga at the heart. He gonna say something good anyway. Yeah, if you don't fuck with Claude, I'll be looking at you like, Like, something must be wrong. Claude didn't need his shirt off his back. Like, Claude, we could go out and he had, like, a hot dog stand. (laughs) (laughs) And that nigga was like, I was hanging out with the nigga outside the hot dog stand. He was like, hey, nigga, you want some shoes? Like what? <laughs> like, that's how good of a nigga was. He's gonna buy me some shoes. So he was a good nigga. So Ray, where can they follow King Ray at? Uh, it's at King Ray Tucker on IG, um, Facebook, Twitter, hey, everything. Is at King Ray Tucker. Uh, Facebook, you can find me at Rayshard Tucker because that's my full name. So you can do that too. Yeah, I follow my nigga Ray. Where they can follow you? Yeah, nigga, ask, do you want some shoes, bro? Yeah, that was just random, nigga. Like, you want some shoes? Hey, hey, you want some shoes? Yeah, the hot dog stand. Yeah, yeah. Nah, Claude took care of niggas, though. Oh, he man. took care of y'all niggas, man. Every nigga yeah. stayed over there off the town. Man, at some Every point. Nigga who was anybody was in that. And, and he was so forceful with buying you something. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't like taking from a nigga. But nigga be like, no, 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 man. I'm get you something to eat, man. You want some breakfast? No, I'm straight, man. No, no, come on, man. Go, let's get some breakfast, bro. You get some. All right, man, let's he just breakfast. To do something yeah, let me get a. Uh, let me just get a hash brown, man. No, no, man, you get no hash brown, man. Get a number one. Yeah. Crab legs. They didn't even know they had crab yeah, legs. Let me, let me get a number one <laughs> and a penguin. But yeah, bro, I, uh, uh, comedian Mike Larry, man. You can follow me everywhere. I'm comedian Mike Larry, but the mic is spelled M R C like microphone and Larry L A R R Y. So comedian Mike Larry. Hundred percent real dad. Hundred percent real father's page too. Hundred percent. Um, spelled out just like I sound. Hundred percent real father's page. Um, three one three D Jones on Instagram. Damien Jones on Facebook. Uh, look out for success oversleep dot shop. It'll be out in like three weeks. Um, and I got an open mic every other Friday on uh at my game room on Greenfield. And D don't sleep though, bro. Nigga, true to his word. Yeah. And um, and I start my first podcast this Sunday. What is called? Uh, is my mic on? Uh, with D Jones. Yeah.
Oh, for real? Yeah. Yeah, so y'all go, y'all go yeah. fuck with everybody on this platform that came through and kicked it, man. They my guys, so I wouldn't have them on here, frankly. They were genuine dudes. And on top of that, they talented. So y'all need to go holler at them, man. Thank y'all for listening to another episode of Josh Allen's Podcast, man. Y'all be blessed, man. And remember, and remember, no matter what you do, no matter how you live, keep God first, all right? You're listening to easy. the Detroit is Different After Dark Podcast Network.